And we're live, PKA episode 290, uh, with our guest Quibble Cop. Kyle has some kind words Hello. for sponsors. Yeah, I got three sponsors tonight. Uh, me, Undies, Loot Crate, and Squarespace. We'll talk more about them later in the show. I'm broadcasting to you from a cave. This show, <laughs> so this should be good. Yeah. Got Quibble Cop on tonight. Yeah, I'm psyched. Oh, so we have Quibble Cop for about the first two hours, and then we have another guy coming on. Dave Alden? Ruben? What's his name? Ruben. 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 And he'll hey, be our Ruben. guest for the I've second I've watched his content. I, like, I usually don't like, obviously, I, everybody watches shit that they kind of like. So when I watch a news guy, I prefer that he be a little more conservative so I can be like, aha, I knew I was right the whole time. <laughs> and Dave Ruben's more of a liberal guy, but he's super reasonable against the whole regressive left thing. And I like him a lot. He's, yeah. he's entertaining. But Quibble so- Cop. How are you doing, man? You said you took some drugs right before the show. Just Whoa. to make sure you put, to put forward the right food and making sure as as to be as funny as can be. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I can't do... That's not... I can't do the Cobble Cup impression. I'm sorry. It's just... That's too good. That's too you're, real. You're, yeah, I was you're, you're, you're an articulate guy that speaks more languages than me and my impression of you you sound like some slav who hopped off a boat in new york in like it's, 1919 it's, yeah, it's, it's not a dutch accent not at all he's like borat uh, uh, so heard any interesting uh, drama rumors etc this week not at all definitely not it's been pretty boring so um yeah no just check out my uh you know betting website <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we have uh, pkagambles.biz. That we're slash Quibble Cup, make sure uh, to use not that. Not affiliated. It's a happy yeah. circumstance. So uh, <laughs> happy accidents, you know. Thank Does, God for small miracles. I'm happy to, unless someone else wants to, like, lay out the two or three minute, like, what we're talking about thing. Okay. Uh, oh. I can say it. All right. It seems like Quibble Cup had, like, You've been following it pretty intensely, you and Woody. So give mm-hmm. us a, yes. a tandem catch-up. Okay, okay, I could do it. I could do it. All right. So, so basically, there were these two YouTubers who were running a three YouTubers. Who's the third? Josh OG or something? Yeah, but nobody cares about him. I don't know yeah. who that is. He's, he's that not guy. A, he's he's literally okay. the other owner. But carry on. Anyways, <laughs> okay. So there were three I mean, YouTubers. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 Woody, you go tell the story, okay? Oh, do you want me to do it? Yeah, All right, you, so, you know more about it. You know so there's about it. there's three YouTubers and a couple devs who were kind of out of the, the line of fire for some reason. And, uh, well, I guess they didn't do the bad stuff. So these three YouTubers, uh, Syndicate, T. Martin, and I hope I get the other guy's name right, Josh OG or OG Josh, something close to that. I didn't, I didn't know him about him before this. They made a CSGO lotto website. And the way it works is... You get skins. You can get skins either by playing CSGO and then buying a key with real life money to get skins, or you can just go to other websites and buy skins. It's worth noting that at CSGO Lotto, you can't buy or sell skins. You can only win or lose them. So that makes it not gambling in the eyes of the law right now. So these guys uh, founded the, the CSGO Lotto site, and then they promoted the site without fully disclosing that they owned it. And um, you take that sin, and then I guess the community has wrapped a lot of other (laughs) sins around it. For example, um, like, so, oh, I should mention, you can buy and sell these skins off the website. So in the eyes of the public, it's a gambling site. 
And skins are just kind of like poker chips, right? It, Some the are skins worth... are worth like real money. And like I don't yep. know how much they're actually worth, but apparently they can be some worth of them thousands. Have sold yeah, yeah, yeah. On the high end, they, they are worth like ten grand for like a good knife skin. So in the eyes of the public, and I guess in the eyes of any like reasonable person who's not a lawyer, um, might say, look, these skins are just poker chips. The fact that you have to walk across the hall to exchange them for money doesn't mean they're not money, right? That, that's, that's the way it is. So um, uh, anyway, you can you know, trade these skins online. So the principal sin is that Syndicate, T-Mart, Josh OG, I got to get his name right. Um, yeah, no, it's Josh OG. I, I just looked it up. Okay. They... Um, they I ran so, the actually. site and they acted like they were happy customers instead of saying that we own this thing, right? So that's like the principal original sin. And then beyond that, there's been a lot of sins that are kind of assigned to them that have, in my opinion, different levels of truth. Like one is you're promoting this to kids, right? And um, I had this really good debate with my wife about it. I was like, I feel like he's only half guilty for that. Like you don't get to tell, you have to check a box saying that you're over 18. But that's like the limit, I guess, aside from the existence of, you know, owning an over 17 game and stuff. But you just check a box, say you're over 18, and you're kind of lying to T-Mart and Syndicate and Josh OG about the fact that you're over 18. So is he responsible for that? I was telling my wife, like, he's only half guilty. And she said, what about this? What if he owned a bar, right? And people with fake IDs were slipping in. Would that be his fault? And I thought about it for a second and I was like, I guess it depends. You know, if you get 19 year old Taylor who could pass for 27 with the full beard slipping in with the fake ID, then I give that bartender a pass, right? You know, like these things happen. Me too. Yeah. yeah. But if the place is hopping, you know, just the whole if dance floor. Gets in, yeah. Well, not just that. <laughs> if the whole dance floor is bouncing around with 17 and 19 year olds, right? then that bartender or bar owner is complicit in the fact that there are kids, you know, frequenting his place. He, he knows he has a problem and he's just accepting any old written in crown ID. And yeah. uh, depending on what their makeup is, that depends on how guilty T-Mart is of this whole like promoting a site to underage people. If tons of the guys hitting it are 16 years old, then you can't just have a checkbox, dude. You know, you, you gotta do more. If uh, if in fact it was just the every now and then guy, um, then then I see him as but a little less guilty. But do you have to or should you? That's the you, what you literally just said was you have to, but do you? Because every porn site I've ever been to, nobody ever asked me to hold my ID up to the camera. Nobody wanted to like look at my birth certificate. They're like, "You eighteen? You want to see some pussy? Come on <laughs> aboard, motherfucker!" Like if these kids have access to a credit card, then their parents are signing off on whatever these kids want to get into. The parents are the ones that are really at fault if they're if if you want to say that there are children who are gambling. In my eyes, Syndicate sort of lied and he said that, "Hey, I'm sponsored by this website." When in fact he owns it. But he did at least meet the legal requirement of saying, "I'm affiliated." And but but T Martin, he just. He he really went out there. There's a lot yeah. of stuff that's so hard actually to defend. Saying I'm affiliated defend. with it when you own it doesn't meet the legal requirement. Says who? Because Says I the, just, the attorneys. I, the law. Yeah, the, yeah. See, the attorney. See, I just had an attorney that told me something different. See, so, like, okay. like, like I got well, I got then, like one. You well, know what we I mean? say it's like, up for debate because like the video game attorney did a Q and A on it, 
And um, and that guy's a real attorney, by the way. He's not Cliff Hutchinson. Yeah, I think <laughs> I did really well in that AMA. <laughs> no, the, the video game attorney looked at it, and they even linked to the FTC guidelines on it. And everyone's been linking to the same one. That if you say, hey, these guys have sponsored me, but in reality you own the company, then you failed to disclose the nature of your relationship, yeah. which is, I think, how it's worded. It's something close mm -hmm. to that. So, well, it, did, I wonder if he went on the... See, see, like, what I have seen is all these T. Martin tweets and stuff that, you know, in his own words. I haven't seen as much of that from Syndicate, but you've got <laughs> you've got T. Martin in his own words being like, hey, look what I just stumbled upon here. Ha! Huh, it's cool, huh? Fancy you that. Know? Yeah. I, I, wonder... I just stumbled upon this thing. Maybe I'll play a bit. Let's see. Ha! Huh. I won again. What's the chances? Every time I play, I just win. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think like, that part's fair. So bad. The, the, it, like almost all the hardcore information I got about it, it was from the H3 H3 video, and then there was like a subsequent one with more details. And first of all, that dude H3 H3 has such spastic facial movements and move, like movements around. A while little bit, yeah. That it almost it's like. I can't even focus on him because I'm like, this guy's about to have an aneurysm. Like he's in the last three seconds of his life. And oh my gosh! No, what Taylor like, must think about me? <laughs> you know? No, it, it just—it was. I wasn't used to it, so I was watching him, and I kept wondering, yeah, like, he's he in control of his. Like he's—he's or... he's consciously like, like, yeah, he's like, like, like doing it. It, it might be part of the act too. You he, know, he looks like bit, he constantly but... is about to sneeze, and he's just <laughs> holding it back. And he doesn't want to do two takes of the video. But anyway, enough about him. His information in the video was good. That was like one of my first videos I watched of his, and I liked it. And it really fucking nailed Trevor to the wall on like showing videos of Trevor saying, you know, I am not affiliated. I didn't do this. Hey, uh, I found these I, guys. I, I've, I've, left right? it, uh, I've left it open. You know, it's been public knowledge the whole time that you could have gone out, out there. And then a video of him just up in the top right on his second channel like, wow, crazy bananas, more money. As he and said that it, you know, I was I really wanted to to not believe all the shit about that, T Mart because I really like T Mart. He's a good guy, but especially the apology video he made rubbed me the wrong way because it was like he was saying, "I'm sorry that you didn't understand what was going on," and I'm like, "That's not fair." I want to jump and in. You, and, I, yeah, go ahead. So, so Taylor's been taking. I feel like it's been eighty percent Taylor, twenty percent uh, Syndicate, and then like. 1%, I know that's more than 100, of Josh OG. You know, like no one even notices that that guy. He got lucky. Part I of it is that... Can I ask a question? Right because okay. I don't know, because I've never heard of Josh OG. Does Josh OG have a YouTube channel where he promotes I, these yeah, websites? He's a Twitch streamer. Twitch He's streamer, a Twitch streamer mostly, yeah. but his YouTube channel is like a, is 150,000 subs. Do you still have it up, Quib? It's, he's uh, a significant know. YouTuber. Uh, so, so do we think that there are actual fans of him who are not T. Martin slash Syndicate fans, though, in all honesty? I isn't it really sure. like if... Probably, would guess isn't it's it really like if, I, if I'm being honest here, I bet, I bet it's like if you and I, Woody, were pulling some sort of scam and somebody was like, nobody's even mentioning this Taylor guy. He was defrauding <laughs> his fans as well. And it's like, well, they're probably all in, in overlapping circles in the end, right? I, I don't care about this Josh OG guy. I don't know him. I don't know. I, I've never seen him do anything. I certainly don't have any videos yeah. of him standing in front of a camera going, I'm sorry, guys. He, he actually has said I that. made a mistake. <laughs> oh, so, oh, not well. really what you would legally call a mistake, of course. <laughs> I got right, so much right, to right? say. So, 
So Taylor has taken 80% of this flack, right? On, like on the chin. You uh, mean Trevor, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I've done that more than once. I, Trevor has taken, T-Mart Trevor, has taken 80% of this. And part of it is because I think he hasn't done damage control perfectly. You know, like he, he's sort of been out there. <laughs> no. Every time he says something, it's been fueling his people. And his apology was one of those, I, I feel like the attorney said, look, you know, you can apologize, but don't admit wrongdoing. So like from a, I feel like his hands were tied and he couldn't do the apology you want. He should have said, look, I love you guys. I value so much. I'm so sorry I did this to you. Right? But he couldn't. He had to say, oh, it was public from the start. And I'm so sorry I wasn't more clear about that. And you didn't know. Right? So that way he's not nailed legally. But the apology was worse than almost not apologizing. Well, it's, yeah. It's the, the apology, as Quobble Cup was just doing the miming of digging his own grave. Like, he just made it so much worse by... Like, when I first watched it and I saw the whole, like, he's playing with his dog, like, I don't know how we're going to make through this video, I was just like, I immediately remembered from the 2012 campaign of Rick Perry to be president, where he, it, it opens on him and he's standing in a field and he's, like, petting a dog and he's like, I'm Rick Perry and I'm not ashamed to say I'm a Christian. And it's like, <laughs> oh. you weren't just playing with your dog there or whatever. Like, it's not, like, it, we know that like a that's take double upon you <laughs> yeah. like that's like, it, it it's especially in the context of it's it should be a very sincere apology of I, I fucked up like i i know legally he can't do that i'm not an idiot but that's what it should be so if you can't do that why you know put but more the thing onto is, the fire why is it so it's partly all taylor because trevor every, um, shit it's partly all trevor because um his like his damage control has been a problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like he yep. told Scarce, look, I didn't own it originally, we were just checking things out, and then, you know, whatever. That turned out to be a lie, right? Which these, was terrible, too. These lies the are making things yeah. worse. He, like, every, he lies, and then he gets caught in that lie, and, and there's a couple of those along the way, um, and they just keep replaying that footage. So that's burning him, where Syndicate is just being quiet, and there's really not much to burn. There's no news cycle on mm-hmm. Syndicate. Um, yeah. But this is Syndicate's third time being caught for this. Right, there was the Xbox promotion. uh, Yeah, this this is the third FTC violation for Syndicate. There was the time when he said Xboxes were great and didn't disclose he was being paid to say that. There was the time when he had a video game he was making and he acted like he like he was a happy customer. That was Machinima's violation, though, not his technically. Well, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that distinguished. Yeah, well, well, they don't remove one. So it's so it's the third violation in your book. No. Please, Syndicate made that ad without disclosure. You can't say he's got three strikes against him if you're doing the counting. You gotta see. You gotta figure what the umpire's saying. So, so that one was on Machinima, not specifically on on Tom. Really, the words came out of Tom's mouth. Like I don't, I don't even get how this is defensible. Um, Can you explain a little bit about what it was that Machinima asked? Like I'm not all to talk good about Xbox uh, One, I think. And keep okay. a secret he, that he you're know. not. Yeah, he should know that it's a sponsorship. As a YouTuber, I know like if if I'm getting paid to do something, I always will disclose it to my viewers. Like even if it's just a link in like text in the description or or mm-hmm. vocally, like it's you know you eventually as a, as a as an entertainer as the boss of your own company, you have to know these rules. It's default. Like everybody knows it mm-hmm. at a certain you know. Yeah. Size. By the way, the Josh OG guy has a million Twitch followers. That's amazing. Um, yep. So, uh, so, so there was that one, and then, um, yeah, Kyle, it is. 
So, um, so there was that one, and then there was the time he owned a game and pretended he was a happy customer, and then there's this one. So this is the, depending on how you're counting, the second or the third time that Cindy gets done this. And, uh, but, it, you know, it's really all fallen squarely on team art, which is interesting to me. Um, yeah, well, it's because it's a difference want in damage control to talk about. Yeah, like, they, they want the entertainment, right? With Syndicate, mm-hmm. because Syndicate's just, Syndicate's, you know, just on cloud nine of, yeah, well, it, it, as, as cloud nine as it can be in a shitty situation for him, because he has a channel that's like three times the size of Trevor's way bigger as far as views and like just in every by every metric his channel dwarfs syndicates or uh, dwarfs team arts and team art has a big fucking channel yeah more and than one still team art taking all this flack because he god i just i, I partly wonder, wonder if that's why thinking. is it why because team art is an easier target a less dangerous target like a lot of no. people have been attacking team art for a while now and there's really no repercussion you know no, it's just because they they don't have anything new on syndicate that's it if yeah. he like he's has not said anything. He tweeted one thing that was it, but not you know no parodies can be made on a tweet, right? Yeah. Everybody's making a parody on the dog and kissing and blah blah blah, right? Yeah. That's like fresh information. That's the, yeah. the thing you don't want to do when something leaks. There you know? is a had Syndicate been the one who made the I'm sorry with the dog video that was actually more like saying I'm sorry that you didn't understand. The what was going on. I'm sorry, you didn't look up the LLC filing in the state of Florida. (laughs) Yeah, we'd see an exact reversal of the roles. It would Mm -hmm. be T-Mart, who didn't post anything, not getting hounded, and Syndicate, who's bigger, probably getting hounded even more, just because there there were more people would have watched that video in the first place. Yeah, what would have happened if T-Mart said, I'm sorry, I didn't disclose that I own this thing from the beginning. You know, I felt backed into a corner and, you know, told another lie. Where I said that you know, like I own, I didn't own it at first, and then owned it eventually, and now, like I'm done with the lies. Any attorney's gonna tell him, no, don't go admit, don't go make a video that's basically just an admission of guilt. Like it, it would frame you poorly if this does go to trial or, or whatever the fucking. So would you just be. continue the upload schedule and act like you didn't notice this was all happening? That's what Syndicate's doing, which I think is probably the best way to do it. Just wait for, you know, just contact your attorney and just pretend like nothing happened. I would have done a quick sorry on my regular content and moved on. Like, I don't know if that's the right way to handle it, but that was my thought process. It was like, hey, guys, I'm so sorry. I own it from the start. You know, I wasn't being the person I aspire to be when I acted like a happy customer. You're going to get full transparency going forward. Now, check out my new chainsaw lollipop. But then again, like, it's so stupid. Why why would you keep it a secret? Because, like, I I host, like, I start companies left, right, and center, right? Uh And I promote it to my subscribers. But Mm -hmm. every time I do, I will always tell them, like, listen, I came up with it. You know, I started this company, launched this company. And they love it, right? They'll, you know, enjoy it even more when I tell them (laughs) it's my company than when I keep it a secret, right? The only reason I would keep it a secret is to eventually surprise them and be like, listen, you know, I was the owner like, Careful after all. Like, exactly. <laughs> Dude, so, if I own CSGO so Lotto, was, it would be called what, it was CSGO on. Woody. And I would say this is the best goddamn Lotto site in the multiverse, right? And and then I would tell them why it was the best. Our 
things are provably fair and our the rake we take is i i get told they take eight percent of the skins we only take six compared to these other guys and that improves your whatever it is that made my site the best or distinguished mine from the others i would be pimping to the nines and like everyone would know there'd be no surprises another thing i would never ever 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 put myself in a position to take something from my customers right so like at woodycraft we would sometimes raid other people, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm an admin there, and it's not fair. You know, like if I bust into your base, I can spawn all the TNT in the world, so it's not fair. What we would do is we'd call it Raidy Claws. I'd go in there, break into your base, and then afterwards, I'd repair it for you. And if there was some vulnerability that made it easy, I would fix that for you too. And then when I got in there, I would leave you gifts. If you're a small thing, I might leave you armor, which is like a little thing. If you're a powerful faction, I might leave you beacons, which is like a, a gift that even a strong faction might value. That's the kind of stuff I did, and that's what he should have done. If he wanted to bet on his own site, fine. But then just let them win 100% of the time. Hey, I won! Yeah, but really, here I am giving the things as if I lost. Give the skins away. Doesn't matter. Make smaller. You can pimp your site, you can live stream it, you can do whatever, but don't put yourself in a position to take from your customers. And I get that Woodycraft and the Lotto site are different things. But I feel what you're, what you're saying about yeah. not... Like you don't want to put yourself in the situation where... But exactly what you said. I don't want to mulch over it again. But the whole thing with Trevor is, as of now, I don't know, and I don't think anybody does, if he he or Syndicate were rigging it, making it so they were sitting there like, go oh, fuck, ten grand again today, lucky me. Like, it, but the fact that they would actually get those results at all, at all, leads me to believe multiple times leads me to believe that it's bullshit because you you can go your whole life betting on shit and never hit a ten thousand dollar prize I much less a lot. multiple ones one a week where you're just oh every tuesday trevor's striking it rich and syndicate every thursday it's weird how they they seem to space out their promotion of this fun site like if that's the case and they like faked it like that then that's beyond the pale really really Don't, shitty doesn't it work by like two people betting against each other like i throw my things in the pot you throw your things in the pot and then one of us wins the pot yeah, you have well, a certain percentage. You have a certain percentage yeah. to win, and then the thing goes and spins around. So but then I'm like, what? What if they? What if they put like a five percent? What if they have a five percent chance of winning, even though they take a six percent cut out of every bet? Then they always win, right? So they could just, right? I, I, well, they always sense. get something. They would. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh so they yeah. Could, wow. I just figured out what you're saying. So they are always yeah. going to get something. Exactly. <laughs> like so they. So they. They'll put in like five percent, like they 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 have a five percent chance of winning every time. Meanwhile, if they lose, they make six percent anyways because that's a cut. They I don't take. know the truth. The number of people uses eight percent. Well, eight percent, right? Yeah. So they could just go with like even if it was still legit betting, they could still do the bets because they make money off it anyways, right? So and then eventually they'll win and then they'll upload it on the YouTube. For too people shady. who don't know anything about this, like what can happen is, let's say Quibblecop bets $10,000 worth of skins, and I bet $50 worth of skins, and ignore the numbers here because I'll screw it up. He would mm -hmm. hypothetically have like a 95% yeah, chance of winning, Whatever. and I'd have a 5% chance. And uh, because he bets so much more than me, he's almost a lock to win. And uh, But if I were to do that and I got 8% of the pot no matter what, it seems like I could just do that all day. I don't know. Right? But and then eventually you'd win out of the 20 times you do it, and then you go like, ah, oh, let's upload it on my YouTube channel, right? You so see, the problem here legit, is that they've lost, they've lost all credibility. Like, I want mm -hmm. to say, yeah, hey, exactly. look, 
they could do this all day. They could play and play and play and and get their video legitimately. I want to believe that of T. Martin. And and, and to be honest, I think yeah. him owning the site and not disclosing it and it doesn't bother me. I wouldn't care if I were on that website. I wouldn't have minded if I were if I'm a fan. I don't care about that. Uh, there is a question as to whether the entire uh, idea of the site is a bad idea because of the young people who are supposedly being lured in there. I doubt we're luring anyone like children to a pedophile's van. I think the reality is a lot of young people are really into this and have and have a lot of fun doing it, and it costs a little bit of money. And you and from the outside looking in, you're not always getting material to match the dollars that went in. But that's every hobby. I I, I just spent five grand this week on a fucking hobby, and uh, I mean there's stuff to look at, but doesn't look like five grand. Weed cookies. I, <laughs> yes, that thing yes, about the could. children there's always someone else defending the children and I, I don't know exactly what the right position is on it so let me expand Like, there's not many people saying I'm 14 and I was so hoodwinked by this thing I want my cash back you know, when you're there are though even at 14 you understand the concept of money I was on my second job by the time I was 14 right? You know, I, would, I would look at a candy bar and equate that to the number of minutes I had to work to get that candy bar I fully got money, you know, like understood the the what money was all about at 14. But somehow, like, you know, I used to get it. And it might, you know, Woody Crap is a very different thing than some lottery site. But people would be like, oh, my God, you know, Woody sells things to kids. He's taking kids money. Right. And so does Amazon. And so does Lego. And so do clothing manufacturers. And like, so people can sell things to kids. And that doesn't make it evil. With this lotto thing, I, the, the evil for me is tougher to define. Like, is it? It is gambling, and I feel like you should be of a certain age to do it. I don't even know what that age is. I, well, the reason that like they've know. always had age limits for gambling is, I would think, because of impulse control. If you're a kid and you really don't understand the value of money, if you'd had a credit card at 14 at your disposal, what you may not have thought, I need to work for seven minutes to buy this payday or whatever. Like you may have been, you, you would have lacked that foresight as many young people do and they rack up a ton of debt on their credit card and they gamble a ton on that. Not theirs, obviously, a parent's, but at that point the money's <clears throat> gone. Like I do understand the reason that they have a limit for things like this, which is gambling for all intents and purposes. So I, I think what the real question what, that it comes down to is this, is this goes a bit beyond simple YouTube slash Reddit drama. It, it, it may not be over next week to be forgotten and replaced by the newest hot uh, thing because it looks like that Trevor may have opened himself up to civil suits. You know, I, I see people on Twitter saying, hey, I saved this video of Trevor beating me taking my money. Here the video is. I used to think of it as kind of a badge of honor that I would show off. Look where, look how T. Martin beat me in a game. I played against him 1v1 and he, you know, he came up and won. But now I look at it as evidence and so does my representation. And then there's of course these FTC violations which I don't know anything about the FTC. I, I just heard about it for the first time this week. Um, I think that if some people were, were calling it the FCC and I was like, are you sure that's who does this? You know, so who knows how much teeth that has and how often they actually use those teeth. They might look at this thing and say, yeah, there's a, there's 10,000 people on the internet complaining about this guy who runs a website. Is it bad? Well, it's just like 10,000 more websites, so no, not really, and they don't do anything. Or they might see this as you know, something to do, and they might go after T. Martin Freeze's assets, they which might would be such a, a nightmare. Yeah, they might want to set a precedent of some kind. So I read uh, the video game attorney's opinion on this, and I'm a little... I think I'm not an expert enough to evaluate his his Take opinion. Take it well salted. 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, he said a couple things. He's like, someone's going to do a civil suit. He had 75 people write him. He's like, if it's not me, it'll be someone else. The thing is, what, if you lose like $75, if you, use le- if you lose less than $5,000, it's usually better to just lose it than to hire an attorney. You know, it, it, Hiring an attorney doesn't make sense when we're talking about small amounts of money. Uh, there, I know this concept of a class action suit where everybody shares the attorney costs and et cetera. But even so like i'm not sure that individuals who lost on the site are going to bring cases forward the next one is he thought it was likely i don't know that a district attorney he's like all it takes is a district attorney from one of these states to act like to think that this is the kind of case that will get enough news that will help him win elections right so that's that's their goal they prosecute people they get famous and they become either reelected or governors or who knows what so he thinks that somewhere in america one of these district attorneys will take it i don't know and then with the ftc he said that while it's a problem he didn't think the ftc was going to do anything if i interpret this right um i forget who it was there was this uh fantasy football or fantasy whatever sports thing that took a super bowl ad advertising their stuff and that's what it took it took like a big company to get a super bowl ad and tons of media attention it was on like cnn all the time before the ftc said all right this is big enough to get my attention so even though t-mart's on like bbc the web page it's not the sort of thing that gets the ftc's attention according to the video game attorney so um yeah if he had just like been up front from the start. I think a lot of this other stuff, you know, if he had said, look, I own this site, it's the best gosh darn site, please be 18, you know, you guys are gonna love it, then there'd never be a controversy. The whole controversy is one, that he, that he hid ownership, and two, he did whatever the opposite of damage control is, you know, explosion stuff. So, yeah. uh, He uh, supplemented the amount of trouble he was in. Yeah. Like maybe not legally, but everybody who was still on his side or on the syndicate T Mart benefit of the doubt side, those kind of apology videos just they don't they rub people the wrong way. Like not just I, I'm just surprised that he still uploaded that having sat and watched it and thought this is going <laughs> to help me. And that's not a knock on Trevor as a person. He's a smart guy, obviously. Well, you know, but, and he's not the only one who watched it. His dog probably watched it too and went like that's a great <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Maybe it's, his attorney. You know, you know one thing I noticed? So a couple months ago, T-Mart did this video in support of Keemstar. Do you guys remember it? He even gave out his like G Fuel coupon <laughs> no. code. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. No. He totally backed Keemstar, gave him the key, you know, you know, buy coupon code, whatever it is. Uh, you know, through. Now there's no Keemstar video about T-Mart. Ooh. Yeah. I got inside sources at, at Drum Alert that could, you know poke around there too <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever fuck up right you know if uh, yeah, just yeah. hit me up and I'll be like no Keemstar video for you <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a power that's a that's a string you can pull yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I actually um, one minute there was a video in that <laughs> pulley string and uh, now there is no video <laughs> I, uh, I actually taking my meaning <laughs> I, I had it a while back, uh, like two months ago. I, br- I broke up with my girlfriend, and um, the day I, I tweeted it, I uh, I also got a flat tire in an Uber at l- on like a highway, right? So uh, one of the guys that works there, who's a really nice guy, by the way, or works for Drum Alert, um, he just sends me like a, a winky face, right? 
and and then the drama alert comes out and they totally do not cover me breaking up with my girlfriend they only covered me getting a flat tire so, so i was like what you like you could have totally covered it he's like nah don't worry i got you so oh look at was, you yeah so it wow. seems to you know super connected this guy. yeah no like like it, it happened From to on me high. So I, I assume <laughs> it happened to other people too right you know i it, yeah. Yeah, I, it it could. It seems it, like a pretty be. big story for Drama Alert to sit on the side and not cover. Woo. I didn't Somebody lost their job. <laughs> <laughs> so and I, then they would come up with like fake stories and stuff about like the you know the the guy that played Runescape who was in the yeah yeah right file. Like Dude, that was the, that was an upsetting video to watch. Of the uh, I didn't watch the Keemstar one. That were I just watched like the response video of this people yeah. old man who was just in that age of video games like that we were in right when the first online together console gaming came out where it's like wow what a community we all like the same thing and we can talk online this guy's in that mode of I'm just a retired old man and I I, I just like playing RuneScape with my friends, and, and I swear to God, I I have never touched a child, and I would never, now it's becoming Bill Clinton, and how he didn't touch a kid, but, yeah, <laughs> what, what is this, Kyle? Oh, that's I, the, I think it's um, for later in the show. Are you looking to answer it, Kyle? I was yeah, hanging. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to answer that, I shouldn't All have right. done that. So we just, just give it a second, him. yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was a sad video of that old man, but back to the team art and syndicate thing. Must be drilled that Is in Syndicate involved in this? Up. I'm not even sure. I haven't heard. You know, it's a team art scandal. Um, or he fucked up. Yeah, it, it, his damage control has been uh, off target. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. and um, he needed a PR guy. I could have been his PR guy. He would have said, "Hey, hey, Taylor, do you like this video?" And I would have said, "What are you? Are you high?" <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, it's like your friends would tell you, right? Like, are you being an idiot to remove the video, right? Like, if I would, even if I re respond to, like, a hate tweet on Twitter, my friends are on it, and they're like, remove it. Why are you starting drama with these yeah. guys and stuff? <laughs> I was it's like, imagine me uploading an apology video or me fucking it all up. They would all tell me, like, ignore it, right? Get some help, you know, get people to, to help you out with this. I, so, I was about to say... In his position, it's impossible to make a good apology video, right? No matter what you say, you're going to get, you know, people are going to tear it apart and do whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's an exception. Um, H3H3 made a video about Leafy. So Leafy was cyberbullying somebody. I think they were ha autistic or something like that. And uh, Leafy, he didn't know, Leafy made an apology video, and it was perfect. It was amazing. I was like, I should bookmark this for the next time I screw up, which happens every maybe six weeks for me. <laughs> I should look at this as the answer key on how to do a perfect apology video. He just, he nailed every note. He owned it. He's you know, like, I, it, it couldn't have been more perfect. And I, so shucks. Well, he Im admitted all his mistakes. That's what he did. And he apologized and, and you know that that was it like he didn't he didn't try to defend himself he he didn't like go like oh i didn't know that uh he wasn't like he just basically was a man he said i'm so sorry i fucked up on many he different ways yeah yeah you, you, know. you gotta just admit fault and just be like look i'll be honest I didn't think people would want to come to my money, website right? no just be be 100 percent us here's what i say I didn't think you guys would trust me if I told you I owned the website. I thought that you would think 
that I was doing something dishonest. And here, now that I hit it and you've discovered it, I look ultimately dishonest. So I don't know what to do. I've, I've, I've made this thing so much worse than I ever thought it could have been. I, I, I'm not doing anything dishonest behind the scenes. Everything's on the up and up, but now I look like an asshole, and I don't know where to go from here. That's what he should have said. That's right? a pretty good one, I think. Yeah, I, I don't that's, think his attorney would approve. Better than the video he made. Yeah, but he yeah. was and so. Then, and then he should say, "I'm sorry," and then cut it. No dogs. Should we? Yeah, should the we shoot thing, the video uh, for him? Maybe. I get that. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> uh, the everyone's ripping on the dog thing. I, I think it, it was, was a mistake. Bad. Yeah, I think it was too transparent. Like I, I get what he was doing there. But I'd have had my mom there. But his mom, <laughs> not my mom. <laughs> like, we belt, right? Yeah. About to whoop his ass. The, yeah. the and then just like with tears, like oh. Nobody was mom, fooled by the dog angry. lover thing. You know, well, and, last night I was saying that what what he should do is post a video of him going through. He should he should have a fan meet up and be like, everyone come here, pick you know, L.A., New York, something like that. Get a couple hundred fans out and have them do a gauntlet. That he has to run through, and that's his punishment. <laughs> let let the children he defrauded beat him senseless with bags of nickels, and, and like as he runs between them, they're just slamming him with these things, and he makes it all the way to the end, and they just beat him senseless, and then he apologizes. Justice. But in Justice. the end, I, I just I want to lay this out. I feel like he was guilty of one or two no things. One, he didn't admit he owned it, right? And better yet, he acted like he, he didn't. didn't own it. Right? It, exactly. They, they, or, it, there was actual deception there. Being affiliated with it. Right, right, right. He acted like he was a happy customer when he was indeed the owner. Guilty. Uh, the second thing is up to you. If you want to bet on it, there's just a checkbox that says you're 18. You know? Yeah, like, I, I, I think the second thing isn't the biggest issue. And that's also not what started this controversy. It was mainly the fact that he was saying, like, hey, I stumbled upon this website. And then he was saying, hey, I bought myself into this website and then people looked it up and it's like, no, he owned it from the start. He was lying, right? And when you're lying on the really should have hid that better. It seems it seems like it seems like you could hide that somehow. Like maybe have a trust involved somewhere. Thank you. He did have a trust involved, except the trust was called T Martin Enterprise. You know what my trust is called? No, don't tell us. No one does. You know? Like it's it's the it's the basic business stuff you don't want everybody to know <laughs> no it's one like, does and it's so innocuous it's not like fps productions no it's like blue rock i Way. just picked two things <laughs> on your desk right <laughs> no, it's like three random words like, i go the other direction entirely mine's called woodworth enterprises and there's nothing there that would ever haunt me. My, there's it, not. A, not there's no skeletons not in the closet. It's bad. It's it's that I don't. I, it, when you see it on paper, there's no reason you should know that's mine. There's. The, I, it, it's there to conceal things. It's there there to hide things. You People know, are gonna be like, what, I, what the fuck? Attorney, like, he had involvement in Huppet all this time. Yeah, I did. Right, and I told you, and there's no surprise there. You know. No way. Yeah. I used to be yeah, a Huppet. Between uh, 2009 so and 2013, Woody's Gamer Tag made $8.70 no <laughs> yeah. on your watch. Hope it did not make a lot of money. This is the worst. <laughs> and then In I 2009 dollars, own... that's almost $15. What the minimum wage? Reinvested <laughs> properly, that would be $22 in today's money. Can you Unless live I with yourself in America? <laughs> yeah, no. Just... In 2009, Woody's Gamer Tag took out a small loan of $8 for his constituents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the, he should have done, Trevor, at the very least, is have his, you know, attorney or whoever is filing the LLC to just like put a little accent 
over the I in his last name. So at the very least, he could be like, oh, no, that's Trevor Martin. He's my business manager. <laughs> my he handles all, the, all, all jokes aside, he should have said, this is my site. It's the best one in the multiverse. You guys are going to love there you it. Go. And, that, and yeah, that's, there'd, and there'd be like no story do. today. Yeah. Woody was saying, you know, if it were my site, I would gamble with my customers. And every time I won, I'd be like, you know what? Take it. And just give them the winnings. Like, like, Advertising so expense. Give it to charity, right? No, you know, yeah. don't you take it from your them. customers, right? Back oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah fair so enough. Yeah. They won, as soon as they get in the lobby with you, they're like, cha-ching! Yes! Like, like, yes! I, like, I already won. Now I can just enjoy my time with Woody. And hell, everybody's watching. This is going to be in a video. People would love that. But instead, T. Martin's like, here I come, motherfuckers. Mr. Badass. <laughs> I got a bot back in. I never lose. Give me your money. It, it, and and I'm not saying he did that. I'm saying that's how it looks. I don't believe he did that. I, I hope that he's not, I hope not using a bot to take to, to take another two hundred dollars out of your pocket when he's already doing very well for himself. And I and, and I never begrudge someone from doing well for themselves and becoming multi multi millionaires. You know, making five, ten, fifteen million dollars, stuff like that. That doesn't bother me. I'm very happy for him. I saw his car and I was like, fuck yeah! I bet it Cars. goes fast. <laughs> I the PCR pussy. Like, I love seeing that. But, but. <laughs> By the way, there were three people. There were three, like, the entertainers that did this. You know, was, even we are just saying T Mart, T Mart, T Mart. Yeah, and because he's the one we know better as well. Like, well, we no, all know him better. To me, it's because he's the owner and, and because They're all he owners. went on that ledge of saying, I just stumbled on this website. I just discovered it. Hey, now I'm going to do this and you that. You do know T I'm sorry. Syndicate owned as much as T Mart did. Yes, I know that. But, CEO, but, but, and in people's heads, that means more. So that's why I would think. And he's the only one making videos about it. Syndicate shutting the fuck up and letting it roll over to T Mart's like, like. Um, but they they all fucked up. Have any at the end of the day, right? So T Martin is not just you know the guy who owns it. He's the one who has access to the back end and stuff. Syndicate doesn't have that access. Syndicate is. I I know that people like to be like, hey, this is Syndicate's third strike. Nobody wants to say anything because he's so beloved. And that's true to some regard. People really have a his shit don't stink thing about Syndicate, and I like Tom. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I, you know, they, they don't want to throw any dirt on him, and it seems to be all on T. Martin. But I think it might be rightfully so in this situation. Like, like, hey, next time Syndicate steps in shit, like, you know, hold him accountable, I suppose. But this time around, T. Martin's the CEO. He's the president, and he's the one in control of the back end of the website. So if there's anything nefarious going on there, which is the biggest thing to me, if there was anybody going in there and using a bot or something to, to, to tilt the wheel and make sure that T. Martin wins when he plays, not just in this one game, but let's get on a roll so that we can make a YouTube video that'll promote this website and make even more uh, money flow in, and just it'll be a never-ending process here. If he did that, that is unforgivable that's reprehensible that's criminal um i don't think he did that i don't think he did it either and by the way tmart's not technical like there's all this like people say like oh you know he had his foot on the scale and all this i don't think tmart could find the scale at the unix prompt you know like i I, he's not a technical guy he's never written what there could be some sort of tool or something he can just he can change a percentage or he can just... no may- maybe it's not even him maybe he just hires somebody and he's like yo give me a one percent chance of of winning this extra right yeah but but then again it's like he has access to it and then you can't you can't play anymore that's just that's you know that's rule number one if you own the place you don't play at the place right you're the, he's the house and he's a player 
he wins regardless. And the dealer. Yeah. And the dealer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got it's, a, they've got their fingers in like every part of the transaction, which I mean, fine. Like they're I'm sure that's similar to how these other Counter-Strike lottery sites are, but I mean, I, I just don't get the incentive to lie about it from the beginning and try and be misleading. It I don't know. But what, I, what I, Kyle was saying is it's perfect. Like he, he would have made more money cuz people would have been like, I'm going to well, if I go on, you know, CS:GO Lotto extreme.com the owners there's a zero percent chance the owner's going to end up in a game with me and i'm going to just win by default so i'm going to go to the one where that could happen they should go to, to csgo like, lotto woody where they know if they find the owner there's a hundred percent hundred percent chance they're going to win right exactly even if i and win you'll pull here's your so shit. many more people right so many more people will go in bet uh, they'll the all website. be wishing they were in a lobby it, with me. I guess it would have been a yeah. better, way better marketing plan if if yeah. that yeah. would have happened. Which is plus dude, he wouldn't have like on Woodycraft. What I used to do. So we had these um, crates you gave out, and the crates it even looked like a slot machine. Like you'd buy a crate. I forget how much they were, like three for five dollars or something. And uh, when you open it, the thing pops, and it's like sword, creeper egg, spawner, whatever, and you get your thing. I would go to live streamers and just give them away. Give him away, and then uh, the live streamer would be grateful, and he would be happy on my server. I hope he continues to stream there. Right, that was a thought process, and uh, and then everyone who's watching the stream becomes aware of the existence of these things that we sell. Now, mm-hmm. potentially, I lose sales out of that. You know, these are things that he maybe would have otherwise bought from me. Advertising expense, not a problem. You know, I, I, people would stream even if they had like eighteen people in their stream. I'd give them shit, and. Uh, you know, maybe there'll be a bigger streamer someday and still like the thing. That's that's how you do it. Don't take from your people. Like, don't ever put yourself in a position to take from your from your customers like that. To win off of them. Yeah, that, to win off know, of it, them, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. you make yeah. money off them. You know, I, I I take money in exchange for goods, but oh, can I say? Yeah, well, you know, I, I didn't. I, I you know, stuff too. <laughs> I, the whole T Martin thing didn't. You know, I to be honest, I you know, I I think about the same as I did before about T Martin. I don't think less of him, and I hope that people out there will hold their judgment until we know a little bit more. They're probably going to be a real judgment at some point. So just just wait on that. Um, but Wings of Redemption is guilty as a motherfucker for saying my name for no goddamn reason. Mine when too. We talked about this thing. Fuck you, Wings. Fuck Wait, you. Wait, what, what happened? I, yeah, well, I missed this. Such a jerk, Wings. Sitting there all dirty and disheveled. Sitting there like Woody and Wings. They're all pro business, you know. Pro fucking people over. Fuck you. No, I'm not pro fucking people over. I am pro business because somebody's got to be making the money oh, to pay you your have whatever money you're getting from the government to live right now. So fuck off, Wings. Shitty of you to say that. No reason to bring me up. I don't randomly bring you up, and I certainly could. So just stop. Yeah. When it comes to customers, dude, win-win, man. If you do these win-win deals, then you get more customers later. You know, like and it, you it, get happy customers, right? Repeat customers. Can, That's the yeah. thing. I, By I'm the way, we really got to do those of, fucking ringtones or whatever that is. I'm, I'm the one out of the loop <laughs> for the wings thing. But Kyle, oh. could you give like a rundown of what the video was, real quick? He, well, he gave his opinion about the whole T. Martin syndicate thing, and at the very beginning of it, for some reason, he's like, you know, Woody and Kyle are always, you know, pro-business, pro-fucking people over, and then he goes into how he's not or something like that, and it's just like, it's just this disjointed silliness, which you, which is what you always get. He's just sitting there all dirty and unshaven and just like rambling in the off dark. the top of his head. <laughs> now, off the top of his head in the dark, telling lies like he always does, just at least, <laughs> at least stick to the truth, Jesus Christ. 
Huh. We were very upset with our characterization in that video. And, well, I would be too, uh, because no, it sounds it's like... It's not like I've got a lot of sight, yeah. you know? There's no reason to even involve me. Like, like, if you're going to talk about somebody who stepped into some shit and did a bad thing, why are you going to drag me into it? I didn't... I haven't said anything to you about business in a long time, except when I was telling you how much money I was going to get you to do that hot sauce, which now I'm not going to do. Now I'm not going to do it because I don't want you to get that hundred dollars or whatever. Oh, so I'll the make hot a, sauce is off the table now because I'll make of a that. Taylor's. I'll make a Taylor's teriyaki long before I make Hot Wings Redemption. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now you know the reason there's no hot sauce. Uh, it would actually be uh, Taylor Sons uh, teriyaki. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like Wings doing that, and I felt like... I got it... all the hot sauce. I've got 200 bottles. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting on the labels are being done. Not anymore. <laughs> um, so, you should yeah. know that most of his audience also... I, I don't know his audience, but I think that most of Wings' audience likes you two, so it wouldn't make sense to even bring you up to like get the audience on his side or something, like mischaracterizing you as pro-business, therefore pro-fraud. Wings probably did. Wings just kind of rambles, and it's really incoherent a lot. So, so he probably didn't mean anything by it. He probably doesn't even remember it. But it's just like, think about what you say before you say it. There's no, you don't, you don't see me like starting any of these podcasts off with, you know, Wings Redemption's a fat, lazy motherfucker. But I've been putting a lot of work in this week. Let me tell you about it. Like, like, why would I do that? Why would I do that? Like, like, just to be a dick. Just to be a dick. Just, just it, it was, you know. I was thinking about Kyle and Woody and how I don't like them very much, and you know, fuck them. Let me get, let me now, just begin with that. He, they, you he know, wants they're... us to talk about him because maybe, you know, maybe he just wants some promotion. That implies right? a level of calculation that I don't think was there. No, he did not calculate. <laughs> oh, I, I don't, I don't, I, I've never met him. <laughs> I've, I've met him once. I've met him once. I, did I tell you, you guys? You met him. Previous... How did you meet Wings of Redemption? I, because I used to be a fan of the show. Like, did you way drive back, to his house? Know? No, 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 no. I met him like, um, as in he, he tweeted out that he was looking for people to play Call of Duty with, oh, right? Okay. And mm -hmm. like, I, I was like dedicated, you know, I was, I was a good Call of Duty player. So I joined him, joined him in the session, and he just, uh, you know, we got destroyed, right? The whole team lost. Oh. And uh, he was just pissed off at everybody. And then he said, okay, I'm going to block everybody uh, on Xbox so I never have to play with you again. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this guy used to be my hero, right? Got to play <laughs> with my hero. And then he just fucked me over like that. And I was, I was sad. And I was well, like, fuck this pay. guy. <laughs> at least you didn't pay for that friends list spot or anything and then get removed. Nah, 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 like, but then again, now I'm here, right? With that experience subs. is not unique to you, Quibble Cop. <laughs> well, I know, because he blocked everybody. And I was like, this guy does it all the time, I bet. But He, uh, he blew up on Taylor one night in Modern Warfare 2. Oh, I, I was um, blocked. Yeah, yeah like that. And no it was one of those way. things where, like, we were all a little sore with Taylor for breaking the spawn trap and running into the building. But, like... Uh -huh. You know, we didn't it's care that game, much. Right? We didn't care that much. It's like, all right, I didn't get my hair here. All right, well, shit. Next game, next game, you know? But but for Wings, it's like, you took a decimal point off my KD, motherfucker. <laughs> Not even a I'm decimal from Conway, point. bitch. Get out of here. You know, he lost his shit. He was like, get out of Taylor! Get out of here! He just lost his shit. Get out of here. And, and we're all just like, eh. I just I just couldn't fathom at the time, like... Is he joking? Because this isn't a very big deal at all. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, fuck, now I'm not going to get my chopper gunner and the whole game's gone to shit. It was more like, oh, man, I don't get my sixth Harrier. Darn. Because we were 
butt fucking. Like yes. it wasn't like if we lost a flag that suddenly chaos was amidst and oh retreat back two clicks to the left flag. flag. <laughs> oh, it was hey, can you shoot that? Okay, they're back. They're back over there. Like and, like, that was it. But it was anyway. like our company of heroes games. It was just us herding them into the best little bubble that we could destroy yeah. and like. And Taylor squeezed the bubble too hard, and it it broke in half, and and wings like got killed, right? And it's not like, you know, he he, he got he didn't get killed because like Taylor broke the map and a fireball fell on him. He got killed because somebody shot him. You know, somebody just spawned there instead of there, and they aimed at him and shot him with their gun, and he died. He lost his shit on you though. Yeah, he he doesn't like that. All right, enough wings redemption talk though. Quib, <laughs> have you uh have you gotten into VR at all? I can't remember. Yes, yeah, I have a Vive downstairs and. I think Ooh, on the previous, the last time I was here, I talked about Oculus Rift porn. Um, let's just I, uh, say it got a lot better. Awesome. Well, then I'm glad I, I want to talk to you about this. So I got I got a vibe. <laughs> Everybody's leaving. Okay, let's go. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. So so I got a vibe. Um, I, uh, I I built my PC last week and I got the vibe this week. Um, uh, I'm using a 980 Ti in it now until the 1080s are more readily available because they're just out of stock here, especially the the ones with two HDMI ports, which is what I need. Oh, and, okay. uh, and and so I'm really loving this. I I got it today. I hooked it up today, and I spent the entire afternoon in VR. I played um, the Lightblade v, uh, VR, which is like a lightsaber game. Lightsabers, which, yes. I like that a lot. I played. Um, I'm, I'm reading them off my monitor. I played Tilt Brush, which is so like psychedelic and just ridiculous. You're painting in three dimensions. Oh and it's yeah, yeah. And I, I've played that too. Yes. Um, I I got Hollow Point, which is a uh, like bow game, bow and arrow, or archery I think game. I saw you play and that I, on Twitter, maybe just by your hand motions. And uh, I got um, Space Pirate Trainer, which is the coolest game by far. You've got a gun in each hand, and you can reach back and grab a shield. And there are bubbles floating. There are robots floating around, shooting lasers at you. And I love it so you fucking have to, like, much. Like block it and shoot. Yeah, yeah. When they shoot at you, you can block it with your shield, and then you know you've got a gun to shoot back at them. And the gun's got three or four different fire modes that you uh, activate with your thumb. Um, I'm gonna play it in a little bit. I've got I've got this set up now so that. I've got the Vive set up here, or Vive set up here, and I've got my gaming PC set up, hooked up to it, and mm -hmm. that'll be able to call into the show, I think, and share its screen, so you'll be able to see, like, mm -hmm. the display of what I'm seeing, and then on this camera, you'll be able to see me, like, standing back there, so I think I'm going to try that a little later. So, um, so no, no porn yet? No, I have not gotten into the porn yet. I, I did go ahead and buy a, a, a membership for like NaughtyAmerica.com or something no, like that. Oh, no. no well, that's probably the best one out there. You know, inside sources have told me <laughs> about that. I mean, like, I didn't do the research. Um, <laughs> but I could, I could send you something, which is uh, a collection of free. Um, Let's just say a lot of free stuff, but you know you can experience the experience. Really easy to set up. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. Send, send all I'll just that drop the file in here. You know, it's only 80 megabytes. It streams it off all the websites. How um, that that way you can you know okay. Sorry. Is it comfortable to wear for a long? Like because it looks a little heavyish to me. It's not heavy at all. It's very light. The controllers are very light too. Um, I wore it all day with a headset, and, I, and by, by all day I mean I start I, I, I got up at 11 a.m. because they were knocking on the door. Uh, got my vibe, took a shower, hooked it up, started playing, and the reason I was late to PKA is because I was like taking it apart and setting it up in this room for the show. 
Um, I played all day. All day I was in there. I got a little nauseous on the uh, the roller coaster game, but it's like 3D. It's it's a picture for each eye, and it, it's it is very and it does that it's thing make that everyone nauseous. says you, makes you uh, nauseous. That like what's happening, the movement in the thing isn't matching your movement in real life, and that's the yeah. Trick. Oh, it is. It is with the Vive though, because you can go left, right. You can go anywhere. You can even yeah, walk but I'm around not, the room. But the roller coaster in particular. Oh, oh, the roller coaster. Okay. Did, uh, okay, did yeah. you tell him how you were doing the roller coaster sitting? Yeah, I got in Kitty's wheelchair, and I'm sitting there, like, <laughs> like watching, and she's behind me shaking the wheelchair, and I was like, ah! <laughs> Dude, I would love to come down to your house and basically take turns sitting in there with the, like, in the driveway with that headset on, and we just push each other down <laughs> as fast as we can. Oh. <laughs> That sounds like so much fun. The I, now I really want one of those. And I texted you earlier, being like, "So those things are like three thousand, four thousand dollars." Just like wanting to make sure that it was something I wasn't gonna buy. And then he's like, "No, nah, it's it's like eight hundred bucks. You know, mm -hmm. you can make it run pretty well with a fifteen hundred dollar computer or whatever." And suddenly it's like, "Well, shit." I mean, I can't not be with the times. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can't be behind. The new ten sixty, <laughs> or it's either the ten sixty or the ten seventy GPU. Is already more powerful than the 1080 uh, reference card for three hundred dollars. No, then the 980. Then the 980. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a 1060. 1060. And it's like three hundred bucks. It's crazy. Yeah. And then you got the RX 480 for two hundred fifty dollars. You know, you could crossfire yep. and have a ridiculous VR machine. So yeah, I th I'm pretty confident you could build a a VR machine for less than two grand with peripherals and get the vibe for another 800 plus tax and man it's so cool um I, i'm gonna sh i'll turn it on here in a bit but it's i was in there all day just loving it and and just i got the biggest smile on my face the whole time kitty's kitty walks through and it'll like poke me in the stomach or something and i'm just like it scares the fuck out of me because <laughs> yeah, no you're in a different world i'm in a different world entirely and i and i'm hitting stuff and like dodging and every now and then i'll punch the wall and i'm just like ah, ah god that's not there you're not the having like set up like properly oh, yeah. what, what like, ruined the living room simulator <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, i had it set up really close to the wall ah, so, like, okay, I, okay. I, I had not too much room to play with um as far as like the the boundaries and stuff i wanted as much like usable space as possible so i held the controller next to the walls when i spaced out the room but it was definitely worth all the money um it was definitely and, and like yesterday i was blown away playing witcher in 4k um, with this with, with this system I was just I love that I'm playing Witcher in 4k with all the settings maxed out and like 40 plus frames per second um, and that's just incredibly beautiful incredibly immersive I'm I'm loving that game I'm like uploading screenshots and stuff yeah, there's so not VR right that's no on, okay I didn't something so. about VR like I'll probably eat these words I haven't even experienced it but it's like like watching TV and playing video games is totally doing nothing and somehow VR is even more nothing than the other. Like, like now you you're literally just not getting past your sunglasses. I, I, I it, as it's long like as you're, if you're up and moving I'm around, dancing around the room, I'm punching yeah. and swinging and slapping. I, I think of it a different order. I think of like mm -hmm. TV, like sitting there and just absorbing is probably the lowest. And then you have video games where at least like depending on the, like you know Candy Crush, you're not really thinking too hard. But if you're playing a strategy game or even Call of Duty or something, you're sure. engaged. You're you're sure. with okay. it. You're doing something. And then VR, unless it's the kind, like I, I wasn't picturing people doing what Kyle's doing, like standing up and do, like jazzercising about the home as they're <laughs> playing video games. But if that's really what it is, then that's 
That's actually, you make a strong yeah, argument, and I think that's a fair way to stack rank them. Uh, the way I was doing it, though, was like the size of your world, right? Like, like if you can picture my TV, right? It's like a projector thing on the other side of the room. My world is whatever. I don't know how big that room is. You know, a couple, 100 fair square feet. I'm not sure. More than that. If I play a video game, I exist in, like, in these 10 square feet. And if I play on a Vive, I exist in like six inches. In your entire imagination. <laughs> right, right. So I, I think <laughs> both of them are like an appropriate way to... to like the size of your world, TV, computer, PC, or PC gaming, and then Vive gaming. Um, but I can see the other way too, yeah, because TV is definitely the least engaging, especially yeah. my, whenever my wife watches something, she picks something she's already seen so that she can multitask and such. So Friends is on way too flipping much in my house. Oh. Yeah, there's... Oh, I hate Friends. Dude, I, and I've seen all the shows. So like, there's no episode of Friends that I pay attention to. It's just turned off to be fair i've probably watched like maybe six episodes of friends ever but at no point during any of them did i laugh or even like titter or like be like oh clever them like i i got more laughs out of 30 seconds of seinfeld than any of that but <laughs> that's what i always thought of it as it's like a shitty seinfeld that tried to be more mainstream without as funny risky characters but that I yeah know. although i will say the actors were very risky. A lot of drug addiction, stuff like that. <laughs> but the characters, not so much. No. No. I mean, the actors in Seinfeld are pretty risky, right? Maybe not Jerry, but Kramer. Kramer, yeah, the yeah. At, at black people in a comedy club. You know? Yes. Not a good risk, but, but a risk. You know? <laughs> That's something. It's a, definitely a career risk. I haven't heard of that fucking dude since then. Not like I had prior to that either. So that's it's not a career fair. risk just to support him, but I feel like his motives weren't racism. And it, people who know him say that too. His, he was just trying to hurt the guy who was heckling him. And I don't I know. Mean, somehow that's that different too. to me. Like I don't think it was racially motivated. Like I don't think if that if that was a group of, uh, I don't know, Asian people or white people heckling him or what mm -hmm. he perceived to be heckling, that he would have just ignored it. You know, he would have went for whatever he thought was the most hurtful to that person that was fucking with him. And exactly. that's what he did. If I somehow like, like attack your panic. beard and call you a Robinson Crusoe or whatever it is you call bearded people, it doesn't mean I hate bearded people. I was just trying to hurt Taylor's feelings. And well, there's a storied history of bearded people being oppressed, <laughs> uh, you know, receiving less treatment under the law. Right. Know? Right. So, yeah. So you understand why beard folk, such mm -hmm. as myself, take a little bit of offense. Yeah, there were the Robin Crusoe laws, Robinson Crusoe laws that prevented you from doing various things. Separate but mm -hmm. equal, right? You know, kids who hit puberty would be in different schools. Not fair, not fair. <laughs> not fair. <laughs> but, yeah, that, I, that, that's such an old story, and I know we've talked about it before, but it definitely racist what he did, but yeah, his motivation wasn't racism. His motivation was being arrogant, thinking that he could just go up there and do stand-up comedy as... A guy who had only been funny as with a as an actor mm -hmm. doing scripted shit in context. So I think going up there and seeing like, oh shit, this isn't going well. Reality is hitting me really hard. I am not as talented as I thought I was. This isn't coming naturally. And and part of the the stress that comes from it is how much you care about it, right? Like I I, I remember um 
know, people having a bad video game, right? You know, this session's not going well for me. I'm not getting any gameplay. To other people, it's like, dude, it's just a game. Flipping chill, right? But if you're a YouTuber who, it's not so much important how good you are as it, as it used to be. But like, to you, like, it's not just a game. Like, this is my career. This is my, people are looking at my stats all the time. I get so much hate. A lot of people in this lobby know me and they think less of me for what's just happened. Like, it matters more. To Kramer, like, this was his next thing. This was a thing that, that he had a lot of, like, invested in. It was part of his sense of self-worth. And flopping for him, if I flopped at comedy, it would be a very embarrassing three minutes, and then I'd move on, knowing that I wasn't good beforehand and confirming it. But, <laughs> but, but to Kramer, you know, that was his everything, so it's not so easy to fail. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, are you uh, chomping at the bit to show us something cool? Yeah, you want to see this thing? I absolutely we'll do. All right, All so right. Let's call here. So how is this going to work? He's going to have I'm two screens, see. and the other one's camera is going to be the VR. And uh, for those of you watching this, give me a moment to, like, set up the screen Line it share. up. Yeah. I... Else everybody's going to get mad. All right. So I... No pressure, Woody. No pressure. It changed so on this... me and put, like, Kyle's not even. Oh. Did Kyle leave? Oh, no, is no, he screen I'm sharing? Here. Oh, you're screen sharing. Oh, Wait. he's screen sharing. So, yeah. So yeah. Kyle, it, what's funny is I don't have Kyle's video. Do we Do we want that, Kyle? Do you? I, I, I yeah, I'm fine not seeing him for a few minutes to well, see hang what's on. going on. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, okay, so I yeah. can hear you and I can see All your right, desktop. Well, me, oh, now I see okay. you. Yeah, you should be able to see me and the desktop. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. let me turn the VR game on. Make sure you play in windowed, by the way. Because um, it's not going to show it, I think. I think it will. Let's see. Let me pick a game. I'm going to play... Uh, um, I think it boots it in Windows anyways. Light Blade VR. I don't want to play Light Blade. I want to play uh, Space Pirate Trainer. That's the cool one. Just in Space case something pilot. silly happens. All right. The moment of truth. Yeah, let's see. I'm excited. This is, or it, maybe this will convince me not to buy one. I yeah. could go either way. No, no, no. no. But, yeah. Like you should experience it, and you're sold. Unlike a CS:GO gambling site, it could go either way. By the way, this is not <laughs> sponsored by HTC Vive. <laughs> Just making sure everybody knows. Should mention that. Yeah. But if you are interested, go to merka.vive.biz. <laughs> check it out. Use coupon code, not a sponsorship. Okay, can you see the... So I have your screen, and I have... Oh, yeah, I, I don't get to control who's at the bottom. I need to sort of... Did, did you guys still have the screen share? Yeah, but I only see the top oh, half. I've got it now. Yeah, I, I can see it. All right, I currently have what I want. Ooh, I think I could do this better. Can you see this? Yes. I can. Uh, can you can you hang in hang in there for just a minute? I think I can make this better for my subs. Uh, it's kind of kind of. So you'll have to talk a little bit loud so I can hear you. But if I listen carefully, I can't hear you. Okay, we'll speak louder. Uh, can we? Can you spin around just so we can get a landscape view? Can you jump or like dip a little bit so we can see the height difference? 
Uh, clap your hands. I want to see what happens to the guns. Okay, excellent. Oh, no, not immersive enough. No, I'm not feeling immersive. I, ra I rate it 4 out of 10. <laughs> 4 out of 10. <laughs> Needs improvement. You know. This this is really neat, though. Like, even though it's, like, a little laggy for me, this is cool. Well, so what are you... The lag is off Skype, though. What did you yeah, just do like, to, uh, to, to start the game, Kyle? Like, it's going? Yeah, he, he like, pointed the pointed the the gun at it and shot at it and then it started. Yeah, so he has a shield and office. a gun now. It's got a shield. Oh, so two, two guns. Jesus. Yeah. Two guns. If you're listening in the car, we're watching Kyle play a video game. He's playing <laughs> Martian Madness or something. And this would be like Star Wars with guns and lasers and shields. This is nitpicky, but I don't like how there's no hand on the gun. You know, it's just a. Nah, that gun. would be too confusing, and then it would be, you know, people would get mad at it for being a guy or a girl again, too. Like the guy's yeah, white, I, right? I think that's usually like the same four people who get mad about that stuff and just have a lot of email accounts, like <laughs> and they just really just hound people. I can't because I've never met a girl who plays video games who was really like, I need a female character. Like I can't have fun otherwise. Just like, you know, if you like Optimus. Prime or whatever, not Optimus Prime, but the Samus game. You don't give a fuck. It's a girl. Like I didn't even know it was a girl. Girl, it is. Until yeah, like, you know, you, well, it doesn't I know now, of course. But when I was playing it back in the day, I had no idea. Well, right? when I was playing it back in the day, I th I thought it was a robot. Yeah, like you know. So could you see all that? Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. awesome. I I saw everything. Yeah. That's a really that neat is so much fun all day. Space pirate. Um, training. more or less. Let me uh, let me close that one. Do you so? Is that your favorite game thus far, Space Pirate Trainer? Uh, it's one of my favorites. I've gotten really far in that one. Um, this light blade thing is pretty fucking cool too, though. And what is this one? Quick little. Uh, that Star Wars. This is. One. Yeah, this is Star Wars. The light. Is it like a Star Wars ripoff, which is why they have to call it Light Blade? Uh huh. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, I was sure that I knew the answer was going to be that. Uh, it's a photon scimitar, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's happening here? It just He's looks about like to here. grab the lightsabers. Uh, oh, there, there, yeah, he just pulled one out of his butthole. There you go. That's where Still I hide no mine. I was thinking Still I no want hands. hands too. It can be gloved if we have issues with race. Yeah, good one. But then again, right. Just, you know, a little... White gloves, back, black gloves, I don't know. Man. Make it an alien hand. I don't even care. I just want some there sort of... There you go. Yeah. yeah. I, I pictured, or like, a, almost a, a, um, like a suit of armor hand, although that doesn't make much sense in the context of a Jedi, but, yeah, I'm all fine with that. Ooh, look at Kyle. I mean, ideally, someday, it would look like your hand. You could, like, scan your hand in or something. Ooh, mm. he just got hit. Oh, there could be a character that... creator, like lots of games. Ooh. So Kyle's deflecting. Now, all of your steps look very pained and lumbering in the game, not you personally. I wonder how that's working in real life, because I feel like... Yeah, because it you know, doesn't, obviously it you doesn't can't, hit it. You know? Yeah, like, like you think, oh, VR, the number one thing is going to be sword fighting. But the fact that our swords can't touch each other, like it really changes the way that sword fights work. Yeah, it does. 
because <laughs> you just swing past each other. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Right through each other. Like yeah. <laughs> and and I don't even know how the game would react to that. Like, you know. Yeah. Obviously, I, I can't tell how much. Like, I, is this pretty close on that you actually have to uh, block that bullet, or is it I kind of I like so. the the Star Wars game currently on? the xbox v not vr but motion detecting thing where you kind of just go like this and everything's uh, fine like nothing's you can gonna just kill hold you. it like that like this right and then he'll just beat the game i like the easy like martial arts games where you just mash buttons in your character like assassin's creed right i don't even know how to fight people in assassin's creed but i'm amazing at it my kd is like a thousand to one <laughs> 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 you know, like, <laughs> wings would be proud <laughs> like you can't die you can go into entire crowds and like 150 people attack you they even have guns and uh, you just seem to beat them all somehow uh, what are we talking about uh lightsabers i well it, we drifted from that to assassin's creed like when you then they oh. don't accurately resemble combat yeah yeah. Assassin's Creed combat is it was really fun to play the first time through in Assassin's Creed 1 where you're kind of like oh I'm jumping over here and I slice you oh and now I spin around and I slice you in the back oh and now I spin around to the side and put my cloak up and I'm hidden and I really got tired of that because once you figure out how to do okay with that kind of style of combat it's like two buttons you need for the entire game to just bounce around people like a pinball willy nilly and be fine but yeah. I don't think that game's super popular anymore. I didn't get into Assassin's Creed to like the third one or something, but I think the one before Pirates, like the American Revolution one. And like I totally didn't understand the significance of major events and stuff like that. They're like, Don't you understand they just revealed the Brotherhood? As a matter of fact, I don't. I don't that is that <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why that's a big deal. Like you were in the Return of the King and you're like, Someone's gotta catch me up on this Sauron guy and maybe he's not hundred percent in the wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> nail me to the wall. I'm just saying we have all the facts haven't come out yet on this Sauron guy. You know? <laughs> not all Saurons. <laughs> Anyway, so what are we looking at now, Kyle? So what, this what game, game is uh, this game is called Tilt Brush. I think uh, I don't know if it was made by Google, but Google definitely bought it at some point. Um, and it's a three-dimensional painting game, uh, which sounds a little lame at first until mm -hmm. you see it in and practice. Check this out. By the way, uh, this show is not sponsored by Tilt Brush. Yeah, we should just call out all the time. Not sponsored yeah. by these guys. Just making sure. Just making sure. You know. There are a few like, I'm associated with this episode. I do not <laughs> want to be associated with any. Okay. Just, I think it yeah, would be great. This show is not sponsored by Pepsi Max, the only zero calorie <laughs> cola with maximum taste. Once again, not sponsored. We, we also do not own Pepsi. I swear. <laughs> we need an expose video, and for some odd reason, Quibble Cop pasted totally on the chin, and no one mentions any of us. <laughs> 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 Can you believe Quib took all that tilt brush money and? Yeah, <laughs> we just need to like, make him the CEO. It. Yeah, I mean, two dollars of it. Didn't well, Woody being, have equal you know, ownership? Shut up. Yeah, you know what I want to be? I want to be the Josh OG of this company, who <laughs> nobody <laughs> remembers or knows if if shit goes awry. You know, like we'll, what we'll make writing? it a term. Like he he's so Josh OG that one, right? Did you Where guys you get those words? Rob, rob everybody. RSK. Okay, that's pretty. It's gonna be RSK for life. You should do one of those ridiculous draw my life videos in this where it's like <laughs> I started out in a 
elementary school where I was bullied, and it's just a terrible <laughs> picture of you, like somebody kind of pointing at you, but it's a stupid <laughs> stick figure. <laughs> I would love that. Dude, I keep wanting to do a draw of my life. Epilepsy made this video very difficult to produce. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the standard for draw my lives are so high, I can't even come close. I can hardly write my name in print, let alone draw my life. It, um... All those draw your life videos, I've never seen one that wasn't high. I've got 90 seconds of content, but I need to make an eight minute video. Uh, so you're going to watch me write things out that I said 40 seconds ago. I, I see it the other I, way. I, I like most of the draw much. my lives are like, oh, That's you might not know this. Cool. This is a real neat. This is looking cool. But I was routinely raped as a child and my parents, you know, <laughs> were awful and my uncle was a prisoner and oh yeah, yeah, I spent most of my young time in juvie. Yeah. And it's just like, oh man, my draw my life, like, like you know, Beverly like, Drive. I, I, got, I got bullied <laughs> yeah. once. And yeah, okay. And then I started YouTube. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> yeah. Just started YouTube. I, they tell me I am going to be bullying you, and I say, please do not think to bully. And they give me cookie. I take it. Before you know it, being bullied constantly for. <laughs> I don't know why your voice that's is so it, funny man. to me more that's than anything it. else. I, I, I get bullied all the time. <laughs> Went on PKA once. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be a good scene in your drama my life. <laughs> my life is so hard right now, guys. You don't understand. You I know? totally want to see you do like it. Yeah, I came on Painkiller already. Since then, I've been bullied about a weed cookie ever this since. This was sponsored by PKA. <laughs> Link is in the description. <laughs> I do not own PKA, I swear. <laughs> so what is Man, he... This this is a real neat 3D kind of... This is almost more like sculpting than it is drawing in a way. Because you can it's move like around. It's like simulator. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty. This is oh, really cool. oh, look at that. This is like... I was expecting this to be really stupid and silly, but I could see having fun in this. I this could see neat. enjoying it the first day. It's one of those things where it's like... Uh, when I got my first laptop, or my first computer... And Solitaire was on there, or like Minesweeper. I was like, they have games? Holy shit. Like, <laughs> I can be sitting here, and they won't even know that I'm at the library fucking off with Minesweeper. But that's yeah. kind of like what this is. Like, By this is just 2018 standards, this is going to be horrible and dumb. Oh yeah, yep. like look at look at the menu. You can already tell, just by watching Kyle do this, this looks really difficult and obnoxious. I, yeah, I don't know what paradigms are going to take off and yeah it's i don't know but, it's very uh, easy to use though yeah i don't know why you say the menu's obnoxious because kyle seems to be tearing it up yeah and i know he just got it today so yeah that's maybe that's true maybe oh, kyle's Rainbow. very intuitive though all right kyle that's enough <laughs> he can't hear us right I've had I've plenty a, of this. <laughs> they must have heard us because now there's just chaos going around. <laughs> Darkness. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm really digging the VR thing. You could probably hang up on my VR guy now. All right. That's an awesome, awesome tool, game system, whatever. Well, that's not. Helpful. Yeah, it's it does everything too. So you can you, know, you can watch. I can hang up on you. Yeah. That would be good. That's helpful. You'd think I'd know Skype better. 
click the red button. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple of different screens open here. There's a laptop here, and then there's a big like curved monitor behind that, and then there's there's a lot of shit going on behind that camera. <sighs> but yeah, I really dig that thing. The porn is gonna be cool. Um, looking hey, forward I, to the porn. I, I hooked you up. I hooked you up. Yeah, All I you appreciate have to do is that. Just just run, just click the file and just run it, and then it does it for you. You're in there. Just select your movies oh. and enjoy. That's what you linked to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> talking. Uh, no, oh, let me finish this up. I, I just um, so follow. Right now, it's it's so rudimentary with a lot of the games. They're 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 just uh, I don't know. They're just, new games are coming out coming out every day. But next year, you got full support for Fallout. Uh, I think that's going to be insane. Um, and uh, I'm I'm gonna I, I can't tell you how how much fun it is and how happy I am with my purchase. You know, Do you it was, play it was every a couple... game standing up. Like so, you did it in a demo, but is that yeah, okay. yeah? Oh, so yeah. you expect to play yeah, because... all of Fallout on your feet? Um, yeah, most of it. Yeah, okay, all of the Fallout that I play of it, and it depends. It's probably gonna use a teleport uh, aspect to like mm -hmm. point and click to to move around. So, but but it feels better to be on your feet. It doesn't matter if you're you think on your feet that you're like walking a lot and going somewhere, but it's more about leaning and looking and ducking and dodging. And that in that last game, when those laser beams come, I can dodge those and like watch them go past me, Matrix style. And uh, I think that's going to be really fun in that game. What is it uh, called watching... when you t peek out from a corner, from a behind a wall? There's a term for that. Um, not leaning. I don't like not cutting the pie. That's what Wings called it. Um. Anyway, when you duck in and out of a cover, cutting the pie. Yeah, he. What, what are we? Even, the, you're just talking about the word every, for leaning outside of cover and yeah, shooting at people. But I think there's a term for it. Probably everyone in the comments knows it. Concealed. Uh, no, there's a term for ducking in and out of cover, and I can't remember it. But Pussy I wonder how that will work in VR. You know. Um, I would say it worked very well. It it's mostly track. It's tracking your head. You know, it knows where your head is. So. Um, so, so that's what it knows. Um, it, it, I think it's assuming your body is beneath it, but um, other than that, but your, I think it would work really good. Would, I, I don't. Is, it, I don't think there's a lean in Fallout. Is there? I don't know Fallout that well. So your your uh, whole body just shifts, at, and so that you can see the guy to not see the guy, right? That's like a thing in Fallout that you do a lot. At least I think. Yeah. So how would you do that? Would you? Is there like a joystick on the controller that moves you? Um, you would, if there was any leaning to be done, you'd just lean. It's not leaning, um, it's strafing, right? Well, that too. Oh, you do that by moving your body? Oh, yeah. Huh. Do short like, people like, have like a The advantage. reason I'm walking around is because I'm, because I'm moving in space. Like, like I can, I can, however big my space you. is, that's, oh, you couldn't see me through this camera? You know, technically we could, but the way, what happened is it, um, like, it, it took everyone, you, Merka, ah. and Queb, made you share a position, and whoever talked most recently was there, so it wasn't you. Okay, well, yeah, so, so it's tracking m the motion of my head in a three-dimensional space, so if I duck, I duck in the game. If I, if I walk over there, I walk over there in the game. Um, and so, like, that game where the, the orbs are flying around shooting lasers at me and I've got a shield and a gun, um, you know, I'm, I can dodge and strafe and run around. I move around a lot. Um, the moving around is the, is the most fun part, because you can... Like some of the, the, the menus in that lightsaber game, you have to walk to the back of the room, the virtual room, and you know that's how you change the hilt and that's how you change the color of the lightsaber blade. Um, so yeah, moving around and, and stuff like that is mastered. It's so intuitive and it's so good and accurate. 
Mm. Um, it, it's 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 very very good. I, I'm I'm real happy with my purchase, and I can't wait for the, you know the the gener- the first generation of AAA titles for the thing. Because right now and triple X. Triple <laughs> yeah, A and the triple X. Yeah, I, uh, I was telling him I I got a, a naughty America account for 4K porn because <laughs> you cannot just go. Oh, out you do? Get... I don't. Uh, Definitely I, not. I uh, I, I might have mean? some account information that I could share with you. Um, well, it I sounds like you already have too. one, so um, you don't need any uh, need any help at all. But yeah, the naughty America account with the 4K porn is outstanding. Um, that I've been watching on my uh, my 4K monitor. With, Is with it this too setup. real? No, and anyone who says that's a faggot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, nothing like, wrong with that. Just putting a disclaimer out there too. Yeah, and I don't mean a homosexual. <laughs> I mean a piece of shit asshole. The kind of like, like a South Park faggot. The guys who are riding their motorcycles too loud and stuff and just being annoying. You're that kind of faggot. Like if you're like, oh no, that pussy looks too real. It's like. Good. That's what it's supposed to look like. Good. But it, it I can like see a, all the hairs and shit. Yeah. Now, now it will make you. It will make you raise your um your standards for porn stars. I found myself very quickly like when I found a porn star I liked, I was like, let's stick with her because she doesn't have razor burn. She, she does. She's. She yeah. doesn't have cellulite. She doesn't have um you know you like like an. Stuff, you, know, you know under the fake tits, right? Yeah. Yeah, you oh, can't scar. see the stitch marks and the, stuff. The scars, exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, and, and you can see all that in 4K if it's not an attractive was, uh, lady. For and if HD, it's, if it's, there was a big thing about that. Like, when, when porn stars first got HD, they started hitting the gym. They're like, they can see every flaw yeah. in us. And now, step two. Oh, it's, it's you definitely can't see. if you go see. back and you look at, like, porn from 1941, <laughs> you would think that people just were 80% uglier across the board back then. Because it's like, what is this unattractive mustachioed man doing with this, quite frankly, rotund woman (laughs) in this weird shack? Oh, the thing about HD and 4K is not just the people and the bumps or whatever, it's the surroundings as well. To where now it's oh, I was thinking these were like real nice mansions that they fucked in. There's, There's a stain... That is a modular blood, home. Uh, right there on the carpet. There's a there's a the, the repair guy, the actual repair guy is right there in the kitchen fixing the sink. Like what what the fuck is going on? I, I don't like that part. It takes you out yeah. of the fantasy. So so what you do have to do is be more selective with your porn stars. When I find a guy that I like and a girl that I like, I try to find I, I try to stick to them because some of the dudes look so gross in four K. Like like it, it like I don't want to watch that guy fuck. And who some are, of the girls. 20 male porn stars. So I like Faye Reagan. I, I'm going to female. I'm just ignoring your question. So Faye Reagan is one of my favorite female uh, porn stars. Um, I can't I can't really draw up any other names off the top of my head, but um, there was this brunette who had kind of a bunny face, kind of like chubby cheeks, and that was really fucking hot. She wasn't fat at all. She just had big cheeks. Um, uh, I can't think of her name, but like if you find a dude who's poorly shaven or something like that, he'll have like razor burn, and you can see it, and it looks gross. So it's raised, uh, it's definitely raised my standards for porn, but it's better porn, and you can watch it through the VR system. So I've got a oh, whole no. Twitter. Go you, ahead. You you gotta you gotta get the VR porn tab on the website. Yeah. And yeah. then you, you need to do that, and then figure out all the settings and stuff, and it's a whole. It's like the real deal. Yeah, you gotta that, line your cock up with them. Use the virtual <laughs> desktop app. Use the virtual desktop app, and you gotta line your cock up with his cock so that you can look down and she's blowing you, and and then you put the auto blow on and dial it in. Just there you so, go. There just you go. So, yink, yink. 
It's like I'm there. And you know, I got the sound too, so I imagine that I will never need a girlfriend again. Like, what's the fucking point? This, 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 this is my girlfriend. This fucking NZXT gaming PC right here. I wonder who's cheaper. Yeah, uh, well, um, you know, in the <laughs> long run, in the long run, the computer definitely is. The computer, I don't know what I've got in it yet. Um, I, I, it's still not over yet. I haven't put the graphics card in, so I don't know. It's going to be probably three grand or something like that. And then I got those monitors. Those monitors were expensive, um, mm. but I'm real happy with what I did here. This is a. Uh, I, I'm just. I was texting my dad, then calling him. I'm like, you got to get over here and try this. Uh, so he's coming over. Uh, I told him I'd do the show tonight, but he's coming over tomorrow. You gonna help him room. line his cock up with the virtual <laughs> desktop yeah. application? I, I'd like to nah. figure that out. Were you joking about that, or is that something that you actually do? Is you sit there with your headset on, and they're like, "All right, position your penis here," and it's like a moving, they like penis-shaped thing. They don't, but the perverted men of the internet have already figured this thing out. See, I've been doing my research for a few days leading up to getting this thing. I wanted to know what know. games to play. I wanted to know if there are any movies that are worth watching in the headset. Turns out there's really not. You, I got a 4K screen. That's what you want to watch it on. Um, and I want to know about the pornography. And the thing about the pornography is it's not a higher resolution. The, the resolution on this headset is like 2K, and it's like right here. So you're better off with, with just about any other kind of monitor to watch something. It's the interactive nature and the ability to like look down and see see it happening. And, and it's 3D too, you know. And the headset. Yeah. If you put your headset on, it's like that. Weird uses weird surround sound stuff. Yep. So it gets really immersive. Not that I know, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, what's uh, your favorite kind to watch of the VR? Like, it sounds like it's pretty much all beige-related, from what I can tell. Maybe that's because it's the easiest to do, because you're more stationary? That's the most effective to do, because, like, you can look down and see someone sucking a dick that's in your lap, and that's an easy POV to achieve with a camera and an easy way to do it. But there's lots of them, so you can watch two girls go at it. It can be, like, a three-way scenario. I think there's one where you're a girl, and another girl is going down on your vagina, and you My, can um, down and see yeah. that. My favorite ones is where the so guy confusing. goes and fucks me, you know? Yeah. So here's yeah. what I'm going to do. Like, like, this is no joke. It, I'm that's like, funny. I'm curious, you know? i got to learn these things. I'm going to know how it feels like to be a girl. And there's I'm just yeah. a guy pounding you. That's what I'm going to do, more or less. See, let, you let need an auto-blow dildo for your ass. <laughs> uh, I bought the uh, American Challenge. I don't know if you guys know what it is. No. No. We should should I America. grab it? It's downstairs. Obviously, yes, American challenge. I could just run downstairs. Okay, okay. I'll be back whatever that is, I want to see it. Um, the uh, oh, I, what I'm gonna do to a girl though is I'm gonna put the VR headset on her, and it's gonna look like a girl is going down on her, but it's gonna be me going down on her. That'll be almost as hot as just thing, you going down on her. Going... <laughs> no, it's just, no, I'm adding technology gotta... to the sex. It's gonna be no. great. <laughs> I'm going to do is I'm going to have Melissa wear it while if she's blowing me, but instead of her seeing porn, it's going to be like she's in a William Sonoma. And so she's in her happy place, you know, and I'm not. So everyone's enjoying it. Like she may have a dick in her mouth, but she's like, oh my God, look at this sale on cutting boards. So I had no idea. Like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a great ladle. I should look at this online afterward. <laughs> and then the vir with the virtual desktop, that's hilarious. With the virtual desktop, you know, I, like, like today you guys were we were all skyping back and forth and setting up the times for the show and figuring stuff out but i was in vr the whole time so i would hear skype go off and i would let me grab a controller 
I would hear Skype go off, and I would just push this button and point it somewhere, and all of a sudden my desktop appears there, and I can interact with my desktop and like open it up, and I can type with this, and I can is that open the, things. The VR hand- handheld. Yeah, this is one of the controllers. That's really cool looking. Looks futuristic with that hole in the front. And uh, I don't mm. know if that's ever gonna. It doesn't work, work, but I still know more than I did before. Like uh, what the inside of it looks mm. like. Yeah, and then there's a uh, for augmented reality stuff. There is a camera right here, mm. and uh, so can... some so sometimes there will be an overlay over the room that is there, and you can interact with it. So all of a sudden, I don't know. Do you guys like you... it? Obviously. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus! How big is it? Because there's like a forced perspective. Oh my god! <laughs> what was what, that like? What? Seventy bucks? Yeah, something like that. It's for a video, though. Totally. That <laughs> thing is, but heavy. It's, uh, called the American Challenge. Yes, that's typical for us Americans, right? <laughs> About right. Well, I, I I put it next to mine, and it looks pretty, you know. <laughs> Small compared to it, so <laughs> could be the perspective, but that's it. Oh, so and what more... is the challenge to to like swallow that whole thing, or what? What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Go ahead, try it. To, uh... <laughs> no, you probably can't put that bigger on the than video. the microphone. Yeah. By the way, for the for the there it is. web, web yeah. has a huge <laughs> dildo with balls on it, and it, I, I, you're you're probably thinking I'm making this up right now to be a to be silly. It's as big as my he, arm. He literally has a huge purplish red dildo that's as long and bigger around than his arm. Uh, it's bigger than his microphone. It's maybe the biggest thing he owns. It's absurd. <laughs> he couldn't fit you it in his mouth, and that death. clip will yeah. definitely be in all the Quibble Cop exposed videos. <laughs> I know, right? If you got to fight with someone on the street and you had that and used it, Listen, it would be a felony of a misdemeanor. Is, it's, yeah. it, it hits hard. And a sex crime. Dangerous. Yes. And the hate crime. Oh, man. So how Do did you use it in a video? So I'm making a uh, a parody on like loads of YouTubers. We're doing like copying YouTubers. Mm. So one of the um, one of the guys we're copying is PewDiePie, and you know how he got sent out of his home because mm-hmm. um, he was making uh, gay sex noises or something. <laughs> well, we're gonna reenact that bit, and then like <laughs> we're gonna fight each other with a dildo and shit. We're like a naked suit with a dick on it, and we're just gonna start hitting each other with a dildo. And we were like, we're not gonna get a small one. We're just gonna go straight up for the fucking American challenge. And I say you made a bit of an error though. So the toy that you wanted, so they make these uh, dildos that have a handle and oh, a no. uh, like a sword. They're they're made like a sword. They, it, there's a handle that's with a grip. And then there's a uh, what do you call that thing uh, between your hand and the so blade? Like the pommel. Now the pommel's the bottom because you would pummel somebody with that it. I little guess, guard it's, thing. Is it the scabbard? No, that's no, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's like what the you sheath. put it in. Let me ask Hope; she'll know that. Let's, uh, yeah, she will know it. But let's call it the hand guard for now. Um, it's got a hand guard, so that and then it's just a dildo. That's and the whole thing is about this big, and it's. What you got there is badass, but what I'm talking about is made for what you're like a sword fight, a dildo sword fight, or for just fucking the shit out of somebody, whatever, whichever. I call the hilt. hilt. I like this one. I like this one. No, it's not the hilt, is it? Yeah, that's the what hilt's they say. the whole bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the motion tracking on these are so good that when I'm in VR with the headset on, I can throw these up into the air and catch them. 
So like it's just it's it's relaying to the the headset where these are mid air, and I'm still able to like grab them in mid air. It's it's uh, the tracking is the most impressive thing. It knows where these are. It knows where the headset is at all times, like exactly where they are. I'm sure the timing's That's off, awesome. but it's called a bell guard. It's called a hilt. I looked it up. Okay, I'm okay. close my I was like, is it called anything else? And she says, I've never heard it called anything else. So that's well, it would depend on the sword because she uses uh, fencing swords, right, sabers, right. That's and why foils. Because Belgard sounds like a Ah, that makes sense for fencing because yeah, it looks bellish. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, the one on her sword would be referred to as a Belgard because she's using a foil or a saber or whatever you, one yeah, she you does. You should let her know that it, it was originally called a bell end, so she should call it that. <laughs> yes, that's true. So it's called. I like a, uh, how the dildo you Aquilian, bought was. I think I don't know. I like how the dildo you got was not like if you had got one of those like that's totally straight, like it's made of wood or something. Like it wouldn't have been mm. as funny. The funny ones are the ones that flop around a bit and they Jiggle. hang. Yeah, they hang like a dick that like you had sex five minutes ago, you know, and so you're you're still not back to to action mode where you can you know. It's keep it's going a semi life. right. Yeah, semi, semi. That's what it's called. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah, Your English the, is very just good. Went down. <laughs> Although, <laughs> Your English is phenomenal. <laughs> Although, I think it Oh, yes, it is. Day. Yes, thank you, Weed. Yes, cookies. Yes. I think it would take a lot of blood to get that thing just rock hard, though. I mean, I. It would. If you it's got like two that pints. thing to this point. You're already down at least a pint. I'm drowning right? out. <laughs> You're like grabbing the base of that thing and squeezing it because if you let go, it'll all shoot back into you too fast, and your Just capillaries and your eyes explode. That's the one guy who was writing the blog of, you know, I think it's good they're getting nudity out of Game of Thrones. It's a real feminist thing that they should do, and you know, the last thing I need is browning out during another Tyrion scene <laughs> because I got caught up in Daenerys, and then suddenly, boom, I'm somewhere interesting and I can't see, like. <laughs> Dude, have you anyway. do you guys followed UFC 200 at all? I don't know. Yeah, if this is yeah. So John Jones bit. got fucking caught with with uh, doping again. Dude, I and, am uh, so I could talk about this all night. Here, so UFC 200, I was feeling very fortunate. You guys have heard my spiel a million times about how with the UFC event, like they're not necessarily guaranteed a Super Bowl. So this is the main event of UFC 200. It's the one that people are most looking forward to. It, John Jones, Daniel Cormier, Cormier, I can't do names. Um, they're fighting, and it's such a big buildup, and it's uh, like it 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 is one of the biggest fights that can possibly exist in all of MMA. It's prime Mayweather versus Pacquiao. It's the thing you wish you had. And uh, nice cock, Kyle. It, it is amazing. And then John Jones fails his drug test. Rumor is two different drugs he was taking. Uh, probably um, PEDS, but I'm not sure. And uh, uh, a doping is not the same as steroids, typically. Usually doping means blood doping. like the, So they have more red blood cells and more energy. Oh, but Lance thing. Armstrong did. Well, Amongst blood doping, other but things. I think doping in general. I, I think doping oh. would refer to all drugs because you yeah, know, marijuana gets referred to as doping. Drug. Okay, yeah, I've I only heard blood doping, blood doping called that, but I could be wrong. I don't know. But basically, John Jones is out, and 72 hours before the event, he gets yanked. Uh, at the time we're recording this, the rumor is Anderson Silver's replacing him. Uh, he's fought at 205 before. He's coming off like two losses or something, one or two losses. And um, uh, I don't know why he's, like, he's getting this shot, but I guess he was willing to take it on a short notice, and he's a big name. Uh, Jones's legacy, I think I'm particularly hard on uh, 
drug users, like performance enhancing drug users, because to me, he's off the list for greatest of all time. Like he was the goat. Uh, Anderson Silva was the goat, got caught for peds, fuck him. John Jones is the goat, got caught for peds, uh, performance enhancing drugs, fuck him. Demetrius Johnson is the goat now. Or uh, uh, George St. Pierre, one of those. How many people are they going to go down through before they realize that like all those guys at the top are, are cheating? I don't know. Is, isn't it like? Is it? Do you really? I think it's probably. And this is a, not an educated stance because I don't follow the UFC. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't follow the fucking Tour de France. But it turned out that like if you wanted to pick the real winner, you had to go to like the guy in twenty eighth place or something because every guy on every team was blood doping because you just can't. You simply can't compete because everyone has the same unnatural advantage. You might be right. Like, is that what UFC I, is? I don't think Where, it's, it's as just, bad. Hey, it's certainly oh, that not. Guy's so good. He beats the shit out of everyone by a huge margin. Oh, fuck. Turns out, yeah, he was probably cheating. There's Darn. some upside okay, to this. The next guy. So ah, in in track, there are runners who are considered too big to catch, right? You know, like Usain Bolt. I'm not saying he's doping, but I'm saying if he was caught, they might look the other way because some guys are too big and too important to catch. It would ruin the sport if they did. It's happened in swimming, I'm told, like some of these like German women or whatever. And uh, and it's definitely happened in women. track. Women. Yeah, yeah, right. Don't want to ruin that market. <laughs> German swimming. XYY. Female, German. Did you see the German the soccer is, team so, uh, Playboy? Yeah, I was disappointed. That's a better topic. The um, uh, the exciting thing about catching John Jones is, like, it, there's no, there's nobody bigger. He's number one, maybe next to Conor McGregor. If John Jones gets caught, then no one's too big to catch. Seventy-two hours before UFC 200, and if you don't know the sport, like. I can't even think of a parallel in most mainstream sports. Like even the Super Bowl happens every year. The UFC 100, 200. This is like every five, every like an Olympic Super Bowl if there's such a thing. So like, yeah, it's the same thing. Like it's the same as UFC the 190. Audience. Yeah. No, no. And UFC 200 is not the same as UFC like 182 or something like that. Like they take the 100 and 200 and make them black, like crazy events. They, they, they like everybody on the card is a mainliner, whereas normally you have one or two. Um, oh. Like it, it is is not a normal card. It's they pull out all the stops. They got Brock, Brock Lesnar, Brock, yeah. Brock, Brock Lesnar out of retirement to fight on this card, right? Like it's a, they pull out all the stops, and they took the the last fight, like the mainest of the main event fighters, seventy two hours beforehand, said no drugs, and so on the upside. You know, no one's safe. On the downside, it's a, <clears throat> Daniel Cormier. Assuming his name is close to that, I, I mess him up. He uh, he's like, is there anything I can do? I'll sign a waiver. I'll fight him anyway. And it's like that's pretty badass. You know, that that was his Cormier. Cormier. <laughs> yeah, I don't even trust you. Fuck off. <laughs> Cormier. No, so let me tell. Like uh, in, let me tell everyone a little bit a little bit about me undies. You wear underwear every day. That's 365 days a year, rain or shine. You need it to be extraordinary without an insane price tag. Me undies understands this, and that's why they've created the world's most comfortable underwear, luxury at half the retail price you'd find anywhere else. Me undies is made from Modal, a fabric that's twice as soft as cotton and twice as soft as whatever you're wearing right now. Most of us wear underwear every day, so why settle for low-quality multi-pack underwear that's scratchy and lame? MeUndies has uh, tons of colors and styles for both men and women, which means you and your lady can finally have matching underwear. They release a new design every month, and on, and on top of that, they even have free shipping to the United States and Canada. 
MeUndies has a money-back guarantee. If you don't love your first pair, you get to keep it for free. That's right. They don't want your used underwear back. So you have nothing to lose. The best part about all this, of course, is that we're, they're offering 20% off your first order when you use our URL, MeUndies.com slash PKA. So click the link in the description or go to MeUndies.com slash PKA to get 20% off your first order over at MeUndies. It really is superior underwear. Keeps your butt dry. Never rides up. Keeps your cock and balls just so on it's display. On display. I'll, Excellent underwear. <laughs> worth the price. Make it happen. I can't believe that topic's open. It's like Tom Brady just got pulled from the Super Bowl three days before it happened for performance-enhancing drugs. It impacts his legacy. It's everything. It's like the biggest drug bust ever to happen in UFC history. And I think I'm the only one that cares. I, I yeah. well, well, Tom, it's not it'd as be big like as the Super Bowl. What's that? It's it's not. It's not like a Super Bowl. It's bigger, event. right? Because it's a Super Bowl that happens like this is the twice in history. Well, you can't. Well, say no. It. I was saying it's, it's like it's a, it's it's a, it's like the Super Bowl, but it's much, much, just so much smaller. Like so yeah, much. Yeah. It, like in, I mean, in a in a in a big way, it's smaller. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm the bicentennial. A, a, you know, it's it's a big deal. Every one hundred, sure they they call out the stops, uh, all the stops, but it's not like it's like. They do it because Dana White says it'll make a lot of money. Hey, this is a round number, so uh, let's hire, let's spend a little bit more money here and beef up the pay-per-view numbers. They're trying to put on the biggest show they can put on in MMA, the biggest show that MMA's ever had, and they're failing at that pretty spectacularly. They got a Misha Tate fight on there, right? Oh, dude, I love that fight. I know you do because you're a big MMA guy. But the average dude wants to see Ronda. Where's Ronda? Where's Ronda? Who's this That's other all they lady? care about. Yeah. They don't care that Ronda's getting knee surgery or she's rehabbing or whatever Ronda's doing. They, you know, they, they. I'm, I, this isn't as big as they would want it to be. There should be. They would much rather have Ronda Rousey and John Jones still on the card. Um, I, I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna buy it though. Mm. Yeah, Every fight on this card, all the way down to Fight Pass, is amazing to me. Uh, I knew all the names. I will say that. So, like, I don't follow the UFC to the point where, like, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know the names. Like, like when I hear Frankie Edgar, I know who that is. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I'm watching, I, I saw all the names in that lineup, and I'm like, every single one of the matchups, I knew at least one of the guys. So, I will say that for this uh, this lineup, it's clearly the best that they could get together. They're doing their best at this, and of and unfortunately, in professional sports. The fighters are fucking the fans over. That's what's happened here. John Jones has taken uh, a little bit out of, uh, of the of the greatness that should have been there. And you know, coming off that cocaine hit and run bullshit, mm -hmm. and you know, oh, I got my my axe cleaned up. You would think he'd be shooting straight, but clearly he's been doing it the whole time. I seriously doubt that John Jones was doing cocaine, but not doing p uh, performance enhancing drugs back a year ago. So, so he's been a doper the whole his whole his, career. His, it, let me jump in. He, the cocaine drug tests that they found, uh, he didn't get busted for performance enhancing drugs, but there was something weird about it, I, like abnormally high levels of estrogen to keep his uh -huh. like ratio intact or something. Well, not only that, but like that's one of the ways you prevent getting um uh the bitch tits or and uh the the hair loss, the acne and stuff like that. You counteract um that that huge amount of testosterone with estrogen. Uh, clomid, I think is one of the drugs. It's like a I remember I was doing a lot of research about this stuff mm -hmm. a long time ago. But yeah, that's that's how you prevent getting those serious side I, effects. I might be wrong on the details of it, but the people who do understand these things were all like, this is very suspicious and not just for the coke. You know, they, like the ratios that it takes to 
flag for a drug test are usually pretty outrageous. Like, you know, if a normal man is one to one and a Superman is four to one, we don't bust you until you hit six to one because these are kind of supermen, right? There's a very good chance that like if, if, I don't know, John Jones never popped a pill or, or shot a syringe, he would have better T levels than me because I'm a normal person and he's a professional athlete. But they don't catch him until it's like a thing that humans don't do. Yeah, yeah. So, I would imagine the blood chemistry of John Jones is completely different than ours. The, his cholesterol levels, his fat, yeah. con- his body fat content, the amount of water that's in his blood, the di- his, his his bone density, his muscle density, just the fibers that construct his muscles. Ronda Rousey's different. nose can't break. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do it personally, but I saw her on a talk show. She's like, "Yeah, push it," and people are like, "That's weird." Her whole nose smushes in. So she can be, like, punched indefinitely without having a broken nose. It's just form different. These aren't regular people. They're super people. And I don't believe get... that. I think if I punched Ronda Rousey in the nose with my fist, it would break. I Apparently, like, she just doesn't have a bridge or something. The whole thing pushes in. Uh, I don't know. I got it from Conan O'Brien. But she's like, yeah, my nose can't break. Oh, Feel well. it. And he's like, oh, shit. That... If Conan wow. says that I'm sold. <laughs> I was. <laughs> so. um Who tells me. What, what was that? I, uh, Coco. Yeah, Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't hear your words. Um, but yeah, yeah. So th- these are these are super people. They're not like regular people. And if they get caught for abnormal ratios, they're super abnormal. Things that don't happen to humans. And sports stars cheat. They just do. Uh, there was some uh, there was some baseball player on the Stern show the other day, and I can't remember his name. It was an amazing interview because he talked not just about baseball. He talked a lot about his, his uh, sex life and, and all the money he spent and wasted and, and, and stuff like that. So it was very good. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about, he's like, yeah, I did them. Yeah, I did steroids. I did them because I wanted that $100 million contract, and I got it, and I'm glad I got it. And he, <laughs> it was great. It was so because they had Jose Canseco on back in the day, and he comes on the opposite. He's like, you know, I did it because I had to do it, and I feel terrible about it. And he just, all this bullshit, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. This guy is like, yeah, I did it. I'd do it again. Shit. I, I'm, I don't remember. That's how I, I feel. He, right now, I'm like, maybe I should start a CS Lotto company. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it, But I wouldn't hide it. I, you know, I would be honest. Yeah. I would say, yeah, you of know course. what? I didn't realize this was such a lucrative business. Check out CS Go Woody. And, you know, let's look, 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 why don't we uh, why don't remember that fan we've got who, who comes to the Google Hangouts and he does that shit and makes mm. a bunch of money. Let's hire him. Let's each give him five thousand dollars. Send him out to go get this thing set up and just keep promoting it. And we'll t- yeah, let everybody know we own it. Yes. I won't play on it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want your fucking skins, bro. I just want to facilitate this fun game that you all seem yeah. so interested in. I might play on it. But hey, what guaranteed you win? Yeah. If I win, I'll just uh, would, give you the shit. I don't I care. I don't want to take anything from you guys in a bad way. I want to offer things to you and, and come up with like never a parasitic uh, mm-hmm. uh, circumstance, always a symbiotic circumstance where, where I give you something, you give me something, and we both walk away happy, and we're glad that we did the thing. You know, you, you don't want to play some sort of hit-and-run business tactics, and, and you can't do that if you're dishonest when, when there's gambling involved. Now, now, if they started a company that was something else, I feel like they could have started uh, 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 maybe a, a hardware company. Maybe they're selling gaming mice and not mm-hmm. admit that they own it. And people would, wouldn't have given that much of a shit. But because it's gambling, I, I think they that doubled that's it the down. Real, yeah. The, the real double thing there then, is the gambling. I feel like a lot of other stuff, like he, because he had one lie, 
they added five more, right? The thing about fixing games, I don't think is true. I don't either. They threw it in there. The thing about having like, oh my god, he's you know marketing to children. Eh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. That's it. That's who. That's who plays this shit. Everybody knows that. I, I, I just. If he had said this is my site and said you know these are the rules for it, then it would have been about kids lying to him rather than about him trying to like you know corrupt children. Yeah, uh, it's but, a it's a, it's a shame it went the way it did. Yeah, everything um, around it because because of the initial lie, I didn't own it. Everything around it became more dirtier, and that's what happened. How hot is it up there? Oh, what are we talking about? The temperature in North Carolina. Oh, oh, I thought you literally meant, like, is my room too hot? Um, the number's not that impressive. It'll be, like, mid-90s or something. But with the humidity, like, you just step outside. I, I took drone footage, and I am just coated with sweat. Flying a drone, not strenuous. Why didn't you get in the car? Because the, re- the, um, the remote la- goes farther if I'm outside the car. So, uh, and I need to go far. I want to go to the edge of the campuses and stuff like that. I'm not just flying above me. So, um... Uh, but yeah, so I'm outside and it, and I'm like, you just melt in 60 seconds. My whole face is just beaded up with sweat. You know, I'm doing this to my shirt, trying to get it to dry without having the shirt be like wet. I am, it, it is so sweaty out. Uh, and even though it's just like 93, it's the worst 93 imaginable. You know, I think the next VR game I buy is going to be the Paramoto Simulator. I'm so jelly. You have more flight time than me. <laughs> so Woody, uh, Woody finally got to fly, and uh, I, uh, I went and watched the video. I, uh, it, I don't remember, several days ago. I, I watched it. I wanted to be able to get on a full screen, full screen, sit there and relax and see this thing from beginning to end. That second landing you took when you accidentally shut off the engine, and, uh-huh. and you know some guy on the ground yells, "He's." He stalled! He stalled! It was me. I yelled. You can hear me from the paramotor. Oh, that's you screaming. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, stalled the motor or something close to that. I thought a random... Yeah. Yeah, I thought a guy on the ground was like, Mm -mm. he stalled! He stalled! Oh no! But it's Woody screaming he stalled. But what Woody has done is as he's like guiding himself in, he he hit the shutoff switch on one of his strings and the motor stops. And that's what's keeping him sort of... Gliding in nicely. That's how you gain yeah, altitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he starts kind of dropping out of the air and descending a little faster. And before than he wants. this happened, and when- so what happened was he says, "Bad landing, go around again." Right? I didn't land in the spot I was supposed to. I was going to overshoot it. So yeah. I went to try again. And so it wasn't like the motor just stalled and it's no, no. This was a landing that we had deemed unsuitable, and then it, it wasn't optional anymore. Shit. Yeah, you hit the ground pretty hard, man. It um, sounded you, hard. It could you have took... easily been uh, like both legs broken. Like it doesn't take that much to break your legs if you just go in at a shit angle and maybe yeah, there's a rock that you didn't awkwardly. see and it touches your foot and it like just suddenly your knees go in the wrong direction. Like to your credit, I thought that was also a man on the ground saying, "Oh, you, you stalled," but knowing it's you, you did. The, you, you kept your composure. I would have freaked the fuck out. Oh yeah, one time. Of course, of course. Why am I up here? <laughs> it looked very scary. Um, you uh, you hit the ground pretty hard, um, and your landing gear is your feet. So you could have twisted an ankle or something. But but it seemed like you did a good job of protecting the machinery. Uh, I, you know, I think it's expensive, and I mean, a broken leg's expensive, but I don't think it costs twelve grand. So. Well, we just had our. Second half of the show guests come on. Dave Rubin, thanks for coming in. 
What's up, people? Hey, how's it going? Oh. Dave, you saw the chat, right? You're live? I saw the chat. Okay. I am live. Uh, I jumped in on a, on a twisted ankle. I, I have a severely twisted ankle myself right now. Uh, Arnica. You know about the Arnica? I don't. No. It's a uh, homeopathic or some, you know, you get it like some weird people that sell shit that you probably shouldn't buy. Snake oil, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just rub it on your leg and then the sensation will eventually come back. You'll be all right. Huh. So basically, I, I think Kyle and Woody have watched a little bit of your stuff. I'm, I lean admittedly more to the right and you're the only channel on YouTube that I can watch. Uh, a guy who's a self-professed liberal talk about it because y you don't come off as smug, which is the, the biggest turnoff I think to people on on the more a little more right. You know, Woody here more of a centrist. Me and Kyle on the right, but the smugness turns a lot of people off, even if they're being, you know, genuine and right. But yeah, I really enjoy your content on your channel. Guys, uh, it's mostly a compliment, right? Dave, 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 oh, can I interrupt real quick? Because I'm, sure. I'm I'm gonna head off. You know, it was really nice meeting you. But uh, thank you guys so much for having me. And uh, adios. <laughs> hey, hey. Thanks, introduction always, to the show. always nice to have a Quibble Cop on the show. Thanks I, for I, coming. What kind of show did I just jump in on? <laughs> Don't judge. <laughs> you know what I always say? To each his whole. It's okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, my biggest issue with... So if you had talked to me a year ago, I'd be pretty left, right? Like, like way over there. Um, it's, it's like, do they call it the righteous left? What is the, t the regressive left? The, yes. the hippie ones that are like, it just makes you not want to be on their team anymore. The, the guys who find injustices when they're not really there. The people who completely avoid responsibility for the position that they're in. It is infuriating and it, it makes you want to jump ship. Yeah, well, you know, first, I hear from so many people that I'm the only liberal they can tolerate, which I know they mean as a compliment, but I'm starting to think it's not a compliment because <laughs> it's lonely, man. Like, I should be, you know, I should be writing a book. I am writing a book, but it's not going to be titled this, but it should be The Last Liberal Standing. I mean, that's that's how I feel right now because I am and always have been a liberal. I'd be happy to answer literally any question you guys want to ask me on any topic and can explain any political position I have. And I think nine out of 10 times they will come across as liberal positions, which by the way, in a, in a classic liberal sense, aren't very far from libertarian positions. It's just which part of your brain you argue from sort of. Um, but yes, to both of your points, the, the regressive ideology, the regressive less, this outrage machine, this social justice warrior machine, this oppression Olympics, machine, <laughs> this group of people who consistently want to rank us all on our color and our creed and our nationality and our sexuality and whether we are ableist or not and other nonsensical words that they make up to basically paralyze all of us from actually speaking. This is on the left. And and just to be very clear, because people say this all the time, you're, never, you're on the left, but you're a liberal, but you never attack the right. The right aren't my guys. I'm glad, I will gladly rip apart everyone on the right if you, if that's where you want to go with this but i'm trying to clean up my house you know what i mean i could turn on any tv show we could turn on the daily show or you could turn on uh what's her name on tbs that has that new show or any show snl anything they'll always rip apart the right that's easy i'm trying to clean the house here and i'm dealing with a bunch of people uh that think i'm cisgendered scum even though i'm gay but that doesn't count anymore because i'm white so you know. <laughs> yeah my love ruined that 
you know, he came in all gay and alt-right, and now you don't even get that checkbox on your card. No, you're out. There are, there are actual LGBT organizations in colleges right now, Google this, I'm not making this up, that are now not allowing white gay men to sit on the boards of the organizations because now those guys are privileged. And look, I, this, this is the inherent problem. If you view everybody just by the, what you can see about them, the ultimate individual, as Ayan Hirsi Ali, who I think is one of the greatest humans on earth who I've had on my show, she always says, look, if you want to protect minorities, the minority that you really have to protect is the individual because the individual is the ultimate minority. So every time you get upset because someone talks about Islam, which is the most regressive ideology in practice today, if you get upset every time someone criticizes it, who are you hurting the most? You're not hurting the three of you guys or me. You're hurting the atheist Muslim that lives in Saudi Arabia. You're hurting the gay guy that lives in Kuwait, the free thinker that lives in Egypt. Those are the people you're hurting, so don't pretend you're for them. You're only for them because you lump them all together. It's pretty pathetic. Here's the thing. Yeah, I, totally it's, it's a behavior I've noticed, and I sometimes do it myself, so I don't know how to cope with it. The Trump apologist, right? So people listen to Trump, and if he says something that they love, oh my gosh, we have to stop all these bad trade deals. We lose every one of them. They say, yeah. Trump's right about that. And if they say something they don't like, like, you know what? I'm pro-life. Uh, you know, they'll say, ah, he was just kidding about that position. That, no, no, no. The ones that I agrees with me on, those are all true. The ones where we disagree, he's just saying that to get elected. The thing is, I, I, I hate to say, is there an element of truth to that, right? Like, Trump really was pro-choice a few years ago. He might just be saying that to get elected. And that's not the only position that he's like that. Look, first off, all they all want to do is be elected. Every single one of them. That's what they're there to do, be elected. Barack Obama said a lot of shit when he was running for office that never came to fruition. Remember when he was talking about Obamacare the first time around? We're going to have all the hearings live on C-SPAN, nothing behind closed doors, blah, blah, blah. So even if you're the most pro-Obamacare person, which I basically think it's okay, even though I just, as a small, I just went independent with my show, we're now a small business. By going through Obamacare, it cost me a lot more than had I done it through uh, individual things, which is a whole boring other topic. But the point is they all lie. All of them lie. What people are, are hitting on with Trump is that he doesn't speak like a politician, which a lot of that I think is good. Um, but look, yeah, I think to your point, ultimately, this guy's a New Yorker. He's been around New York liberals his entire life. He's a big government New York guy which as a New Yorker myself, born in Brooklyn, grew up in Long Island, went to college upstate New York, lived there almost my whole life until the last three years. Um, I have no problem with New York. I love New York. Give, give me a, a state where they have more diverse people living together and not killing each other. That's New York. Go to New York City for a day, you know? Um, at the same time, people don't know what he believes. So I would say that between him and Clinton, if there was ever a time that we just needed to have a national referendum on getting these fucking people out of our lives, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. The thing about Trump is, he. God, I sometimes I really, I, I it's it's that I want to like him a lot more than I actually do, just because I want to believe that you know I'm I'm doing something against Hillary. That's really the motivating factor for me. This cycle, I, most people in my boat is I want to not. I don't want Hillary. I don't think the whole email nonsense like her it just it puts a bad taste in my mouth that she can get away with shit that i couldn't and that you couldn't and that woody couldn't we'd all be fucked if we were in that situation we wouldn't have you know obama wouldn't have i've had my own it. email server no one gave a shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You know what's funny about the, the email thing with her just in the last couple of days is that basically Comey came out and said, this woman is not criminal in that she didn't maliciously do these things, but pretty much he just said she's incredibly inept. That, in a way, is a worse condemnation than had she maliciously done this. Saying she doesn't really know what she's doing, she doesn't really understand what our basic procedures are, how is that giving anyone confidence? So yeah, she's not going to be brought up on charges, but if you, but the Democrats are trying to spin this like they're walking away like, ha see, we're free now. It shows, at, at best, it shows utter incompetence, and most people that are listening to this or watching this uh, if you at your job did something that was grossly negligent, but you did it by accident, guess what? You'd get in shit. You'd probably be fired. Yeah. Um, but they're they're chalking this up as a major win because their candidate yeah. is gross, grossly negligent. The way that the the FBI guy was explaining it, it was so reminiscent of, to me of when Dumbledore would read that shit at the end of Harry Potter where he'd be like, you endangered your fellow students, you made gross misappropriations of magic power, and for this you are receiving the highest honor. Like, that's what it was like. It was the guy being like, you did this, you did that. Uh, some reporter, hey, if anybody else did this, would they be in trouble? Yes, yes. You did this, you did that. No charges. As a matter of fact, no unreasonable would bring you up on them. Moving on. Like, it's... Yeah. In enraging to see that kind of that is that's true that's the truest example of privilege I've ever seen in my life. Well, that's the thing. If there was ever a time for for people to really figure out what is the role of government, what should government do in our lives? Should these? Do you want more Hillary Clinton in your life? Do you want more? Even if you're the biggest Trump guy and you love the the free speech stuff and that he's railing against the SJWs. And all of that stuff, even if you absolutely love that, and believe me, I get it. My, my main place of sympathy with him is that he's trying to crack through this politically correct, horrific, chilling bullshit that we deal with on a daily basis that is literally destroying the country. There's a lot of other bad things going on here, too, but I, I think that's pretty uh, – it's on the top of my list of some really horrible shit. And, but that, at the end of the day – if there was a real libertarian, a classical liberal or libertarian candidate who said, what is government supposed to do? What is it that we're actually supposed to do? Should we be part of your lives? Or is government supposed to give you roads and give you some schools and you know have some defense but not have fanciful wars and blah, blah, blah? I think most people, and this is, I think, why my show's working and the things that I'm talking about are working, most people, that's what they want. They want to be left alone. You want to wake up. Go to your job, eat some decent food, have sex with someone that you want to have sex with, and that's it. That's pretty much it. And instead, we've created Sounds a situation. Like a good day. Where somehow, yeah, that's a pretty good day, right? <laughs> yeah. instead, instead, we've created a situation where somehow we have to have Trump and Clinton making every decision of whether a trans person can go to a bathroom and this one can do that. And it's like, that has nothing to do with what the founding fathers wanted the government to be about. I'm in North Carolina, and that's such an embarrassment to me. Like I it, hope you go into your own bathroom without, you know, have you ever put on a dress and gone into your own bathroom? Because Oh, well, sure, haven't we all? <laughs> uh, That's yeah. you in a sex bathroom in your home, right? Anyone allowed? All are welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You I, should I, open your bathroom to refugees. Take it two steps further. You know? <laughs> hang on a goddamn minute. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah, th th one of the things that's appealing about Trump is the people that hate Trump, I hate them. Right. Yeah. Social justice warriors hate Trump. Remember when he was uh, still in the uh, primary and 50 multimillionaires came in in their private jets to the coast of, is it Virginia, Kyle? Georgia. 
Georgia, coast of Georgia, and tried to put their heads together on how to stop Trump from winning the nomination. Well, that sounds like the kind of person I don't like either. You know, like it, <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it's the, the 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 elite not wanting Trump in or the social justice warriors not wanting Trump in. It's like you know, I'm against that team, so I guess I'm on this one. Well, you know, uh, Bill Crystal from the National Review mm-hmm. uh, has been leading this charge, right, to get the delegates to be unbound, and a lot of mainstream Republicans want the delegates to be unbound. So, what do you forget? Whether you like Trump or not, mm-hmm. but, irrelevant. If you want, after we've had now, whatever, six months of elections, he mauled everybody. Again, for better or worse, he mauled everybody. He systematically took them all down, showed that they were all pathetic, flawed candidates, which they all were. Um, The only one who I think was saying anything different was Rand Paul, who got sacked after the freaking Iowa straw poll or something. (laughs) Uh, But forgetting all the things you may hate about Trump, if you're for the idea that after all of these elections and the most Republican votes ever and 62% up in, in turnout for Republicans, if you're for the idea of allowing unbound delegates, that you basically meaning that delegates could now go into the convention and say, you know what, you guys had fun for six months and you all had record turnout and we did elections and all that, but actually the seat of power, we've decided to pick somebody else. Even regardless of whether I like Trump or not, I would be on the streets protesting that too, because then you then we genuinely no longer have democracy, and it's it's tenuous at best whether we have it at this point. Um, but you cannot allow party delegates uh, to suddenly, and this is what Bernie wanted, you know, until a month ago. He wanted party delegates, the super delegates, which he rails against, says the system's corrupt. But his whole campaign for the last two months was about getting super delegates to override the popular vote. So they're all liars. They're all con men. And even Bernie with our lives. Yeah, well, even Bernie. I've said this. I think, same, I think that Bernie's ago. stance on this. I think that Bernie's stance on this is that it's it's a corrupt, crooked system. Not because there are super delegates, but because those super delegates had already came out in favor of of Hillary before any voting took place, way back before Iowa or any of that stuff. So that influenced the the public at large. I think that's been what he's sa- sa- said all along. And yeah, you're right, at the end he was like, so uh, let's make it work for me now, but. <laughs> right, so there's a little, so yes, uh, you're, you're right, because a lot of them had pledged before Bernie had gotten any momentum or any of that stuff, but A, they can turn their pledge. They could still turn it tomorrow, they could. Can you imagine what would happen to that guy? <laughs> the guy who's like, you know, Hillary, uh, I, I know Team Hillary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I changed my mind. I, I'm gonna what? 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 Someone's It'd be worse than going against Chris Christie. So someone's a story. Let me go check on this. Whack back his ass. Whack him over the head like V for Vendetta. I, I've <laughs> I've said the same thing as Dave. You know, I, I really, really don't like Clinton, and I've actually never met a Clinton supporter. Uh, the, the liberals are, are Bernie supporters. I still have yet to ever meet a Clinton supporter, and I really don't like Trump, but I do like democracy. And uh, you know, Trump got the most votes, and Clinton got the most votes. And people who think it was at all close that Bernie was in this race, you have to realize he was winning the caucuses, right? So if you were to go popular vote. Not only did Bernie lose the popular, like the the electoral vote, if if it's called that, you know, in the primaries, but he the delegate vote, but he lost the popular vote by even a bigger percentage because he was winning these low turnout caucuses. Yeah, he he lost the popular vote by about three million. So when they keep telling you he's having a revolution, like I get it. He talked about some stuff that I I would guess that we all probably agree on that the system is broken and that money's corrupting the system and and all of those things, whether we agree or disagree. 
the point is that he did talk about some things that most people want to talk about that nobody talks about. You know, not that long ago, it was with, you know, I don't know, 20 years ago, there was something called the McCain-Feingold Act where actually John McCain uh, was leading the charge to get campaign finance taken care of, and then the Supreme Court systematically destroyed that. Um, so Bernie did some good stuff, but I, I always said all along about Bernie that I actually liked him better than I liked his supporters. Uh, because it was this entire SJW thing, and it was just this grievance industry. And I don't, I am not a victim, and I don't want anyone to treat me like a victim. And by the way, that's why I thought gay rights were important, because gay, because gay people just wanted equality. Now we got equality, now I want to be treated as shitty as everybody else. I don't want to be, I don't want you to not, you can make a fucking joke about me, or say what you want about me. Give us equality, and I know there's still a couple little things that need to be dealt with. But that's it. Now let's be let's be treated equal. And if we just keep being afraid to say anything about anybody, that's when people start killing each other uh, because they're so internally frustrated. I didn't like Bernie's platform, and I'll tell you why. I felt like the side effect of his platform was a lack of responsibility. Right? He tells you the system is rigged. He's not telling you stop majoring in women's studies, right? He tells you it's not your fault that you're not getting ahead. The system is rigged. Everything, you know, like, oh, the student loan debt? You signed up for that. Did you not look at the cost of schools when you chose whatever private school over public school and now you're complaining about your debt? Did you not work summers? If these people finish with six figures worth of debt, they probably didn't drop a dime into their tuition costs for four years. You took a four-year yeah. vacation, you fuckhead. Now you have six figures worth of debt. And Bernie says it's not your fault that this should have been free for the, in the first place. Dude, assume some responsibility. Take a major that will get you employed after college, right? This isn't supposed to be like this... I don't know, four-year vacation yeah, where summer. you enrich your and heart Bernie as a person. never once, never once uttered a word about raising some money for trade schools. Some people who, who spend two years and they go right into the workforce where they can start building seniority and starting become, become an entrepreneur, perhaps. I always use the, uh, the idea of a young person who's maybe not heading to college and they don't know what to do. Why don't you go get a degree in heating and air? It'll take you two years, and five years from now, you can have your own heating and air van and your own business in 10. Like, you want to be a millionaire, even though you barely graduated high school? That's how you do it. Or do you something can like that. Work. His path to success of being a bad carpenter for a few years and then being <laughs> a irrelevant senator in one of the least influential states in the union. Yeah, no. well, look, also, you know, Bernie, I think, had maybe two pieces of real legislation in, like, 30 years, and they pretty much were nothing. Um, so people like to think he's the, the, this outsider renegade who's done all this stuff, and actually he's done virtually nothing across the aisle. And the truth is he's not a Democrat. He's, he, really, he really is a socialist, which is fine yes. if that's who you are. And, but so to me it's like now everyone's upset he hasn't endorsed Hillary yet. But it's like you're about to endorse the person that literally stands for everything that you're against. You hate Wall Street money, and guess what? Now you're about to you're about yeah. to in, endorse the ultimate in Wall Street money. And I I'm actually you know in some ways I'm a little surprised because I thought there was a chance that he would take this moment because the whole po political system is so mangled right now and everyone is so frustrated and say you know what I'm not endorsing her I'm running as an independent. He wouldn't win but it would set the stage for a third party in 2020, which I hope will be a libertarian party. I wouldn't want it to be that party, but I thought he was maybe gonna do that, but now it's like it's like Elizabeth Warren. It's like she didn't endorse anyone the entire time, 
even though she agrees with everything Bernie says, she waited until the day Bernie lost California to finally say she's endorsing Hillary. It's like, wow, you're you're a leader. You people aren't leaders. You're you all know, still. No con- it's funny. No convictions. I love the the the, the side effect of Elizabeth warning in, Elizabeth Warren endorsing Warren. Clinton isn't that Bernie supporters suddenly like Clinton. It's that exactly. Bernie supporters suddenly don't like Elizabeth. You know that that's been the, the oh yeah. well you're a sellout now we know you know they, 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 I, that's fun. A big thing with honest. Bernie, I think, and the reason he appeals to so many people my age and younger, like mid twenties, late twenties even, is that he's so old and has been around for so long that he's like all the other senators probably know of him as an irrelevant loser who's never done anything and is sitting at the lunch table by himself. Oh my God, you see what Bernie brought to lunch again? What an idiot. Like that's what they're doing. And he comes out, tells all these kids my age, older, younger, Hey, it's not your fault. This it's all everybody else's fault. No responsibility on you. You're in a broken system. And they're all like, Hey, yeah, this guy's not a dumb idiot who never achieved anything. Basically finagled his way into so a career. You're breaking up Taylor, but there was a similar there was a similar thing that happened. Well, Vermont. I don't think he can hear. Uh, the- he's cool. He's fighting for <laughs> me. It's like the only reason people who hate sports. Let him nope. go here. I'm liking this. <laughs> so, so there was a similar thing um, during the mortgage crisis when uh, McCain and Obama were running against each other. There was this big like, yeah, can you believe all these loan companies made people take out these loans? It's not their fault at all. They're so deep in debt and losing their houses. They had nothing to do with it. The loan companies should have verified their income better. And uh, Taylor, it looks like you're back. So um, uh, I, I'm just like, man, you know, th- of course they'll say anything to get elected, but the message of you're not personally responsible for the things that you do is a very popular one, and I hate it. Yeah, well, look, people, you could take two Bernie things very easily. You could take the free college thing. First off, it sounds great. That's your point. It sounds great if you're young. If I was 15 and they were like, you're going to go to college for free, I would have been like, that's the greatest thing ever. Now, I went to a SUNY school in New York, a state university of New York at Binghamton, and it was pretty freaking cheap. So I didn't walk out of there with all the, all the debt that everybody had, and I got a great education. But the, first off, free is not free. Somebody is paying for it. Somebody pays your professor. Somebody pays the janitor at the commissary, right? Somebody pays that. So the, when they keep saying free, it's just stupid, number one. Number two, you know, the, the minimum wage thing, I think, is, is also one of the most disingenuous things that they've pushed. Because there was that debate where Bernie kept saying, $15 minimum wage, $15 minimum wage. Now, first off, of course, you're, you're young again. It sounds good, $15. Now. Number one, guess what? McDonald's is going to then replace all of their workers with iPads. They're doing it already. It's happening already. Every fast food joint, every minimum wage job. In, in L.A., uh, in Koreatown over here, our Walmart closed because they've already passed something in California for the $15 minimum wage that's going to kick in in a year or two. And Walmart immediately was like, we're out. Now, look, I don't have any great love of Walmart, and I would be much more for small businesses. But the point is, business is going to do what business has to do. So if the government comes in and just puts artificial controls, so then it's never going to work. So when Bernie's like 15 and then Hillary was like, well, she tried to do something a little more honest, believe it or not. She was right. like, she was like, wow. well, we, we could get it to 12 and then see what happens. And basically they booed her because <laughs> Bernie, Bernie just stuck out a position that is every economist knows is nonsense. 
any anyone, you don't even be an economist. You're just gonna be a smart person. What's gonna happen at McDonald's if they say, well, we could pay our people eight, or we could replace, and then now the government's saying pay them all fifteen, and we can pr- replace ten people with a fucking iPad. I've, there's what a couple they things do? they could do there, right? Like like one is, as you said, you could automate them, and that's probably the most likely option. Another option is they could offshore them or do some sort of equivalent offshore, right? You know, they M- do that McDonald's with the drive through. Yeah, McDonald's yeah. might be most busy between, I'll make it up, like 12 and 1.30, right? Well, you know, shucks, get that guy who just finished his shift in New York to do the uh, the Illinois shift, you know, a time zone away. And then, yeah. you know, the, I don't even know any, Denver shift and then the uh, you know, LA shift. You know, they, they don't have, have to hire. Do the drive-through. You so could have a call center. Like, yep, yep. It, it could be in, in the, India. Uh, it's, it's like a misframing of the entire argument as well, because from Bernie's side, he makes it sound like it should be perfectly fine to be a 46-year-old man with four kids and be working at McDonald's and be like, I can't afford my uh, my apartment and my home and my cars and private school for my kids. It's like, well, that's because of a series of bad decisions that you made. You should have never, you should, it shouldn't have been on your radar to think, oh, 25 years from now, I'll still be working at McDonald's. You know, that excellent minimum wage they provide me is more than enough for my family. Like, no, it's supposed to be a job that young people have as a transitionary period to where, you know, you're making enough money to make kind of ends meet and then you move on to something else. Like, it's not the the last stop on your life ride. The $15 an hour thing was always pitched as a way to transfer money from the employer to the employee, right? That's their thing. And they completely deny that there are other places that that money might go, as if their hands are tied and the only option is to just pay employees more. No. Right. And what the thing is, what it comes down to is forgetting, even if we had an economist on here who was arguing against everything that we've all said here, what it comes down to is what should the role of government be? Should the role of government be to tell businesses how much they can pay their people? Or should the market dictate that? And look, we have crony capitalism that allow, we have an artificial market. So it's not, at, you know, because big businesses get all these tax breaks so then they can hire more people for less and all of that stuff. So no one's defending that. I am not defending that at all. And even with like the housing market, as you mentioned before, uh, I don't want to come off as a, as a cold, heartless uh, right winger on this one because I agree with you. It's about personal responsibility. So these people shouldn't have t- take these million dollar house if you make $40,000 a year. Of course you shouldn't, but at the same time, if Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac come in and these are government-backed organizations and they're like, yeah, you can do it, we've been trained to think that the government is sort of like God or Santa Claus or something where it's like, oh, well, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, I don't know who the fuck they are, but if they said we could do it, well, then, then that sounds pretty legit. So I get it, and I agree with you that it's about personal responsibility, but at the same time, the government has created these imaginary uh, constructs that people start believing in. And that's why on my show I try to talk about the ideas behind this shit and not just the day-to-day minutia of it. Because people should say, well, you know, and this is another thing with the progressives, it's like all you do all day long is rail against the system, right, Bernie? Rail against the system. The system and what's their solution? Make the system bigger. Make government bigger. Yes. Keep <laughs> keep giving it more of your money. Allow government to take money from some people and give it to other people. So you're saying it's fucked up. And we better make it bigger. That's the only solution. And that's that's just bonkers. So are you voting for Clinton? Clinton? I don't know. I'm, I'm moving up the moon. I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> if Clinton I, look, wins, look. I'm leaving the country. But if Trump wins, <laughs> I, I'm leaving the country too. I just like to travel. Yeah. <laughs> this will be a good day. It won't be a great time to travel after he tra- uh, trashes all those deals. But yeah. I, I had Gary Johnson on my show, who's the libertarian candidate. I'm sure you guys know him. And... Uh, 
I look, I sat there across the table from the guy and I looked him in the eye and we talked about a lot of ideas and I really liked him. There is no shot in hell he can win. But I, right at this moment, I would say I'm leaning towards voting for him because for whatever influence that I have with my audience, if there was ever a time to do a protest vote and just say, you know what, we have two, I'm not happy with either one of these people. I, I like some of the stuff with Trump. I, I sort of like, you know, like, I just don't like any of this in a lot of ways. If there was ever a time to say, I got to do a protest vote so that maybe we can have an alternate voice in four years, I think this is it. But I'm not sure that that's what I'm going to do. I, I'm going to wait to announce probably till the end of the summer after the conventions. And then I, I think you're too young uh, do you to do this. Do you think there's any chance but... that you might cast your protest vote for Trump? Or is that totally off the table in your No, it's not off the process. table. It's not off the table. I'm glad you asked that because people have been begging me to answer that question. It's not off the table. I, I think this social justice warrior stuff and this, you know, look, Trump may be lying about a zillion things. Everyone knows. He, he lies constantly. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Everyone knows this. But the thing is, they all lie constantly. Hillary lies constantly. All of them lie constantly. He's just lying more like a regular person lies than a politician lies. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the thing. When he lies, it sounds like your friend who's a liar. But uh, you know what I mean? And when they lie, they lie, and then they talk about it in politician speak. And we've been so dumbed into believing that that's how you're supposed to lie, that that somehow comes off as a better lie. And he's just talking the way most of us talk. And uh, so I could see a situation where I vote for him. And that's crazy. I only voted. I'm not proud of this anymore, by the way. <laughs> but I've only voted Democrat my entire life in, in pretty much every major election, except for uh, the third term that Giuliani ran after 9-11. I lived in New York City at the time. And I thought he did such a good job uh, fixing the city that I did vote for him. Um, and I don't say that with any pride. Maybe I should have been more diverse in my thinking all these years. But... I don't know what I'm gonna do. I, I really voted don't. for Ross Perot twice. I'm old, and uh, yeah, it it was. It, well, did you know, they even do, when you, when you do that? Did they even put it in the basket with the rest, or they just throw it the fuck away? <laughs> <laughs> it, They're you know, just like, hey, this this guy accidentally clicked Perot too. Huh. <laughs> so Ross yeah. Perot was actually a multi-billionaire, and. Um, he bought these advertisements across all of television like a night or two before the election. And he did like, I, I'm trying to get it right, like a two-hour infomercial on why you should vote for him. And it was pretty neat. Like he had like, it wasn't a PowerPoint presentation, but it was old school. He had all these cue cards and stuff. And he was talking of, like with facts and figures about what he would do and why his ideas were right. And just having visual aids was like, still people don't really do that, but it was groundbreaking. And then one of the things he said that was most compelling to me was he's like, look, even if I don't win, right? If I just get, and I forget what the number is, like 25% of the vote, then we become a viable third party. And next term, I receive government funding. And now everyone turns down the government funding because it's not enough and you can't do both. But at the time, government funding is what it took to be a viable campaign. And he's like, if I get this government funding, then my party is on the same footing as Republicans and Democrats. And he got like 19% of the vote. It wasn't trivial. It was a well, miss, but... Why, yeah, and that's why, if for no other reason, I would say people, people like us um, should at least be talking about Gary Johnson enough that... You know, he only has to get uh, 15%, an average in, in the polls that they allow. And look, the, the big two campaigns and the networks, they're all in it together. So they'll never allow it to happen no matter what. But I'm a dreamer a little bit. <laughs> if he was average 15%, knowing what I just said, they'll never let it happen. But if he was to average 15% in those national polls, they'd have to put him 
in one of the debates. And I would say at the very least, before you make your selection of these two people, let's have one debate with another voice. Let's have one debate with a guy who is for gay marriage because he thinks the government shouldn't have anything to do with it, who's for, who's truly for legalizing weed because he doesn't think the government should have anything to do with it, who understands that we shouldn't have a bloated military that has adventures all over the world but should have a strong defense. Most of those things are things that people care about. So let's have one debate with that guy. Uh, but as I said, I'm the, a dreamer. One of the challenges with libertarian, like all the things you said, I'm like, yeah, sign me up. Those, that's exactly where I am, right? And then libertarians need a leader. Well, the other trouble with it is like, like, um, so Ron Paul ran as a Republican, but you know, let's all say pseudo libertarian, and yeah. uh, then he says things like, "Hey, let's completely get rid of the EPA," and you're like, "Whoa, well, what happens if like this whole neighborhood gets cancer?" Oh, oh, well, okay, so that neighborhood would get together and launch a lawsuit against the power company, and then you know it'll just get resolved. That's not like, no, you need a government to protect you in more aspects than he. Little wanted. Bobby's got 15 toes. The lawsuit isn't going to help. Yeah, not only that, the damage is done. Dude, a, a yeah. pe regular people can't sue big companies. We saw it with cigarettes for decades. Listen, if regular people could sue big companies, when that three-eyed fish showed up in Springfield, uh, <laughs> Simpson would have been able to take down Mr. Burns, but it didn't work out that way. I have a squid for a sure. son, Your Honor. I don't <laughs> care what the judgment is. Like, yeah, I think the problem, the problem goes to what you're saying. Which this is, seems a problem with... Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I, you go ahead. I think I'm still lagging behind you audio, so I'm just going to fuck it up. I, I think the, the main issue with the libertarians is, first off, we've been so whacked into believing that Republicans or Democrats are the only thing that matter. Which, talking about Republicans and Democrats, guess what? There's a reason that Wall Street gives like 51% to one side and 49 to the other and it flips sometimes. It's because <laughs> they're not really that different. That's the truth. I mean, even Obama in his second term, you know how many, uh, how many fundraisers he's gone to? $30,000 plate fundraisers as a second term? Now I get it, he's the head of the party. But you know, you wanted hope and change and, and guess what? The system is only much more worse after eight years. Not to say he's done some good stuff too. Um, but I think they, the reason libertarians haven't caught on is because A, until the last like three months where people realized this Clinton-Trump thing was serious, nobody was even talking about them, uh, mainstream at mm. all. And uh, the, the problem is that they have this, this litmus test, you're right, where it's like, a lot of makes sense. Weed, good, gay marriage, who cares? Um, you know, let's not put so many people in jail. Okay, sounds good. And then suddenly it's like, but destroy, you know, the, get rid of the EPA and and then and then they have this test where it's like, if you're not pure, then they hate you. Because they, they've been outliers for so long, they can't agree on anything. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw any of the Libertarian Convention, but it was bananas. I mean, it was a comedy. <laughs> I heard some of it. They were playing it on the Howard Stern show because it was bananas. Um, yeah, yeah, it can get out of hand pretty quickly. I, I, I like that they're used to being outliers, so it's weird to have a cohesive group of them. They're like, wait, you you like that too? Well, well uh, I, I, I want no government at all. No one can write anything down anymore, ever. No more writing. <laughs> like, they're just, they just want to be so uh, so out there sometimes. Yeah, let me well, uh, let me sneak in here with a uh, with an ad for the show. It is time. 
This episode is being brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 per month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and much, much more. Make sure to head on over to LootCrate.com slash painkiller and enter offer code painkiller, that's all caps, to save $3 on any new subscription right now. Loot Crate is more than just a subscription service, though. It's an entire community of fans that share their experience and interact with each other around the unboxing of each month's crate. And they guarantee $40 or more in every single crate. Sometimes it's a lot more. Uh, every uh, every month there is a different theme and all of the items are curated around that theme. Previous crates have included items from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, and The Legend of Zelda, uh, as well as many more. Join us as we celebrate the Futuristic. That's the, uh, that's the one for this month. We've, we've packed July's crate with items from some of pop culture's favorite prognostications of science and future. Look towards look towards the future with items from Rick and Morty, Futurama, Star Trek, Mega Man, Valiant Comics, and uh, so Star Trek twice, including a model, <clears throat> including a uh, a model, a figure, uh, and don't forget about their monthly T-shirt and pin. So remember, you only get until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And uh, when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash painkiller and enter, and enter offer code painkiller to save $3 on your new subscription today. All right. I like the Rick and Morty shit. <laughs> yeah, me too. The uh, the third season of Rick and Morty, for those of you out there who are fans, um, I believe is coming out on the 26th of this month. Though There's already been some talks of like some delays and stuff. But very, very soon we get that long-awaited third season. It's not going to be another six months, year, anything like that. Rick and Morty coming soon. I don't think so. No, I know true. you don't. It was, only, it was supposed to be 2017, and then they announced that it was coming out way earlier than they had told you initially. And that's one of the. Uh, Dave, do you watch that show at all, Rick and Morty? I don't, but Futurama, I loved. I can go. I can go down that road with you. This is a. That's this a is one. a bit like that. It's very dark. It's a. It's it's a very good show. I. I it takes a lot for me to get into a new animated series because I feel like there are just there's some animated series out there that are just amazing, and then there's a bunch of them that are just shit, and I don't want to get into that cartoon that you like so much. But this is one of the ones that's like, like it's right up there with things like South Park, I guess, and I like King of the Hill or at least some of it, and I like the old uh, Simpsons and some of the fa- some of Family Guy. But this is one of the best animated series on television. I love it. It's it's King very very smart is very hit or miss like if you get a peggy heavy episode ah jesus like oh yeah peggy hill yeah they uh they won a few emmys it's just her speaking spanish poorly i like those what i heard about rick and morty and i could be wrong is that a lot of people are confused thinking that it comes out the 26th of this month because it actually came out the 26th of last year like july 26th is when it came out last year and they're seeing out-of-date stuff. Like, there was this... I, I saw it on Reddit. The guy's like, don't be confused. Everyone is just mixed up because it came out that date last year. But it's it's not going to be out that date this year. I well, could be wrong. They've been, tweet, they've been tweeting about it, the makers of the show and stuff. So I, I'm pretty sure it's coming out very, very soon. It, I, I heard that the 26th got delayed by like a day or two or something like that. Or they, there was some tweet huh. about that. But it's not going to be another year. It's going to be at the no. end of this month. If it's on Twitter, it's true. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, definitely so. Hmm. I, I, yeah, I'm Googling it, and I can't find, like, an official time. I just heard, not to get it mixed up, that it's not July 26th. That was last year. So I don't know for sure. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I read about that. It, it turns out that it's not the 26th, and a lot of people think it's so that's why. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, Obama and transparency. 
that's one of the things that he didn't do in his term. And I wish I knew why, right? So, so this guy ran his first campaign, transparency, transparency. But not just that, in his inauguration speech, he goes in there and says like, you know, we are going to be the most open and transparent government in history. And because it was the inauguration speech, it meant something different to me. Like he's not trying to get elected anymore. This is actually what he intends to do. And then something happened to him that happens to everybody that makes them say, holy smokes, you know what? Transparency is a terrible idea. And we have to start keeping everything we do the biggest secret we could possibly keep it. Something is like, I don't know why transparency is terrible, but apparently, once you get on the inside, even the purest of hearts, like Obama seemed to have during his first term, get turned black and they just. Yeah, absolute it. power corrupts absolutely. You know, like, look, if you think back to the first Obama hope and change thing, I feel like I would like. If it was like being on Molly for like three months nonstop, you know, like I wouldn't know. <laughs> trust me, you wouldn't want to be on it for three straight months. Okay. Like it, it would be a bit much. But we were we were all just taken, not by facts. We were taken by feelings. It felt so good that this was happening. It felt right. And he was running against you know old stodgy John McCain, who by the way I've had on my show and is a pretty decent guy. And if John McCain was running this year as a Republican, I'm 99% sure I would vote for him with no problem. Become the hero! Ha! Yeah. <laughs> the hero! Oh. I want, hey, hey, hey. What would I Trump nickname him? Don't get captured. That's what I want. That's a hero. <laughs> now, let's be honest, though. Like, like hang on a minute. Like, like maybe, maybe there's a bit of John McCain's history I'm not aware of, but I understand that he was a pilot, and then he was shot down, and then he was held in captivity for four or five years, something like that, a long period of time. It wasn't a short stay. Yeah. But what what about that makes him a hero? Did he like withstand torture and not give something up the whole time, or did he just well, he was, live? He was definitely tortured, and he was kept in a you know a small crate bamboo thing. cage. Oh. Yeah, I, I know that he was mistreated and it was terrible. And I think maybe he's got a limp because of how he was treated or something. Maybe a wound wasn't set correctly. But which part of that makes him the hero? I I, I want to know what he did that was heroic. Right. So that's so look, I don't know what the information is as far as did he I actually don't know if he had information that he didn't give up or whatever it was. He probably did know some strategic things about troops or, or whatever it is. But that uh, would get old fast, you know, like like if they've been torturing you for more than three days and you still haven't told, like back at command, they're like, Hey, hey, did you switch the codes? Because McCain knew them. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, those rotate every night. McCain <laughs> didn't know shit. Like I, I mean, what did McCain really know? What time Chow was? Like, I mean, he's just a pilot. I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, you know, I think w when I had him on, you know, I thought my sense from this guy was, even though I've, I've disagreed with him on a lot of stuff and, I, and he's more militaristic than I would be, I felt that he really still is trying to do what he thinks is right and that there was still some sort of moral center there. And mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't have much of that. Like, I get it again. And I'll, for as long as we do this, I'll keep repeating it. I get why people are supporting Trump. But it doesn't have anything to do with a real moral center. It doesn't have to do anything with real policy. They're voting on, you know, they mock people on the left because they vote, They say they vote on feelings, but they're voting on a feeling too. But I do understand it. I understand the frustration. This this creeping idea of us all being afraid to say what we think and, and tolerating a media that is in bed. And look, just look on all the cable news channels and figure out who's married to what politicians. And they all go to the same parties. And the kids of the politicians are all anchors and analysts. And, you know, all the all the other analysts are former campaign managers. There there is a 
media elite and a political elite that are in on it together. And guess what? They all hate Trump. So for that reason alone, <laughs> I understand why the Trump people say that's the guy that we have to vote for. I get it. You want to crush this thing? Uh, Milo, when he was on my show, said it really eloquently. He said, you want to crush this social justice, corrupt, corruption of the mind, warp nonsense. You know, and he does it in a British accent, so it sounds a lot better than when I'm saying it. <laughs> but he, he said it's at its height right now, and maybe this is the one chance to destroy it. And I, I understand that. I do. Yeah, I uh, I like Trump, and I would I guess I will vote for Trump for, for a couple of reasons. One, Hillary is just... She's evil incarnate. Uh, gun, guns are a big part of how I make my living. So, like, gun control doesn't just just strike at my my strong constitutionalist beliefs. It also strikes at my wallet. So it's just like, hang on a minute. This is I don't like this. I, I can't stand for it. And it doesn't matter if Satan himself is running against Hillary. I'll vote for Satan. But then you've got this outsider, this ultimate outsider in some regards is Donald Trump. He's not a Republican. He's not really a democrat either he's just he's trump he's out for himself and in some regards that's that's us too you just have to line yourself up with trump and see how many things that will be good for trump will also be good for me and by the same token will be bad for those that i think are scummy cheats who who have just been suckling and not not even suckling at the teeth of our system like they're like vampire bats they're the vampire bats that come in the night and we don't even know they're suckling at our teeth you know what i mean it, it, it he's against those people and, and so I, I don't see i could go any other way i like the idea of a protest vote i wish that there was a uh, that, that 25 30 percent of us would vote for that gary johnson guy although i've seen some of his vp or maybe uh one of them said I remember, uh, I guess they want to legalize a couple of the harder drugs, and I'm okay with that personally, but I can just never see that flying on a national ticket, you know? I, th I think they want to legalize um, heroin, and well, uh, maybe... Sure, I'm pretty sure that he and Bill Weld, who's the, uh, the VP on the ticket, I, I don't think that either one of them do, but a lot of the libertarians do, and they talked about it at the debate, where they were like, yeah, legalize everything, and... I might be misinformed then, because, because like... I'm Maybe Bill Weld did, but I'm pretty sure they both were saying weed, not not the harder stuff. Yeah, the, I think it's the VP who is uh, is more, I guess, conservative in that regard. <laughs> um, so he's just like, yeah, free weed uh, or legalized weed, but I don't know about the crystal meth. Come on now, but the, I think the the Gary Johnson guy may be just like across the board legalization, and there are some positives to that you know just eliminate this black market let's stop treating heroin like it's it's the equivalent of a kidnapping and start treating it like it's the equivalent of diabetes which is probably a closer uh, uh, definition you know it's probably a closer uh, thing that we should be treating it like because maybe well, we, should, we can Ron Paul had that too I remember Ron Paul was pro I'll make it up heroin or something very hard that you wouldn't expect him to be pro and uh Everyone booed and stuff. And he's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. If we legalize heroin tomorrow, are you going to start using heroin? And everyone's like, yeah, actually, no. No, I'm not. And uh, Hey, now, now, I will you remember in the old westerns when they were smoking opium? I want to smoke some of that now. I, won't, I, I will not shoot up, not mainlining shit. But uh, if I could get me one of those long wooden pipes like, uh, like uh, Doc Holliday had and toke on that thing a little bit. Anything smoked up a wooden pipe is pretty good, I think. Uh, <laughs> But you know the weed look the the drug thing. Let's get weed legalized first. 
you know, I, I used to be a huge pothead when I was in college and for a couple of years after college, and I smoke weed now, not that often anymore, but I do have a license here in California, so I legally smoke weed. It sounds dorky, actually. I went to the 420 doctor, literally. He was the 420 doctor. And I went in and I was like, I thought I had to like create this situation of all my medical ailments. And I was like, I have headaches and my back hurts and my knee hurts. And the guy looked at me and he's like, you want to get stoned or what? Like, it was so, <laughs> like, it was just utterly ridiculous. But, I, but yeah, I smoke weed occasionally. And here's the thing about weed, and this is why you have to, if, even if you're, if you're for all the drugs being legal, which I don't think I'd be for everything being legal, but if you are, regardless, weed first should just be legalized. Because I've smoked weed for a long time and been around people that are, pot, that are functioning potheads, and guess what? Anytime I ever bought weed, I never had the weed dealer come in and be like, yo, you wanna buy some crack? It never once happened, except when I went once to get Xanax from a psychiatrist because I was having anxiety when I flew, the guy tried to push like eight other prescription drugs on me. And yet we put people in jail for weed. We don't put them in jail for the designer prescription drugs that all the rich people have. So that to me is a legit class thing. And it's like all of you people and Rush Limbaugh has hopped up on painkillers and all these other people. It's like, yeah. Preposterous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Nobody's getting put in jail for any of that. And at the same time, we're putting, I, I have someone very close to me that in the last year, a, 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 someone who is a middle-aged Republican person uh, who was in jail because of weed, uh, who had never had a prior uh, felony or, or even misdemeanor or anything. That's just bonkers. Yeah, so, Limbaugh's a real piece of shit. I, like, like, it was hundreds of pills. There, He was threatening uh, someone who worked for him to get those pills from her husband. Um, I, I, I saw this whole thing. Limbaugh's a real scummy fucker. And, and you'll notice that he can't hear very well anymore. And it's a big part of being uh, an on-air personality. You got, you got these on. You're listening to the producer in the back. You're listening to callers. You're getting your cues for ads and stuff. He can't hear very well, and you know it's cranked up loud. You know he's got great sound stuff, and that's a side effect of the the, the drugs that he was abusing, the prescription drugs, his hearing loss. I mean, no, nothing surprises me. Look, all of these guys, and I say this as someone that talks for a living, all these guys that are talking all the time, all these people that online news people, we, and when I'm, I'd be happy to talk about the difference between online and, and mainstream media, but all these people that talk for a living, guess what? None of the, They all talk because they don't know how to do anything. If they know how to do anything, they do it. But all these people, they're just talking all day long about how they could fix every fucking thing. And Bernie, Bernie, I can save the economy this much by this much. And it's like, oh, so you thought of that and nobody told Obama this whole time? Like, it's so brilliant. And all these all these people, they treat him like Jesus. And they're like, oh, he can do it. He can do it. And it's like, that's not how easy it is. He wouldn't have even controlled uh, the house for the first two years. So he would have had to do it by executive order, so actually if you want us to become a monarchy, then that would have been a, a great way to go about doing it. Um, but all of these bloviating buffoons on cable news screaming about how they can know how to do everything and they know everything, and it's like every, no matter what the topic is, they know everything, you know, like we thought relations with Cuba, suddenly people who I've never heard once talk about Cuba, ever, ever, <laughs> suddenly they know everything about Cuba. They know everything about what's going on in Afghanistan. They know everything about the uh, the partition of Jordan in 1947. Like they know everything about everything. And it's like, actually, you know jack shit, so shut the fuck up. All right, that was my piece of it. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? Uh, you were saying you could talk about the TV people versus the online people. Like, do you, shocks? What do you think of the YouTubers that are doing news? What do you think of the social, like the people who just fire up their own blog? 
Um, for the most part, really, really great. For the most part. Mm -hmm. So just as a general rule, look, anyone that is exercising their right to free speech and anyone that, is, especially now when people are so afraid to speak, and I get emails literally every day from all over the world. I got, I got an email from the United Arab Emirates today. Uh, I, got, you know, I get emails from Saudi Arabia, all over the world. Uh, of people that are afraid to say what they think because of this leftist regressive nonsense and also because of horrifically oppressive regimes ac across the world. Um, so if you're out there anywhere that anyone is listening to this and you have the balls to throw on a webcam and say what you think, whether I agree with you or not, I give you mad props and I would, uh, I love helping to amplify people's voices, whether I agree with them or not. Look, Look at the people I've had on my show. It's been a freaking cross-section of far leftists and far rightists and people that I agree with and disagree with. And we just need more conversation out there. Now, that being said, uh, there are also a lot of bad people out there who, you know, pretend to be giving you news online and who are just giving you pure propagandist garbage. And uh, I'm sure you can figure out a few of who are the people I'm thinking of. But, like, there's plenty of that. They do it under the guise of news. And it's like... Yeah, mainstream news is bad, and it's corporate, and and they don't ask the right questions, and they don't know what they're, and they put, as I said before, they put children of people that they're supposed to be covering or analyzing, and all this nonsense. But at least there's some level of self policing. There's some bar to get those jobs, and online anyone can pretty much do anything. So it's a, it's a total catch twenty two. You know what? I feel like I'm bothered by it, and no one else is. It's the John Stewart, John Oliver like cop out of being comedians and you mean they, like the the black face they do of conservatives basically where they just create like someone that. who has never existed so they can kind of demonize the entire side as oh look at this it's not just that they held beliefs that are different they don't think that you know an unborn baby is is a baby that's not the rationale for it. They just have a vindictive, like, ah, oh, fuck women. Just, oh, I, I just wake up every morning and I think, how, how can I control women? Like, that's the <laughs> narrative they construct. And I, I'm on your same page, Woody, if you say what I think you were going to say of, you know, that's damaging to discourse as a whole. It's and not... it's kind of just lauded as like, I learn even more from Jon Stewart than from my own research. Like, that... really? Because you're probably a pretty fucking stupid person. <laughs> the, the truth is they are a news source. Right? It, it really is. And just like Taylor said, people they, will watch John Stewart and say... But does anyone watch The Daily Show anymore? I mean, since... since he no, that's a failure. I literally failure. never hear about it. I think it's completely off the map. I don't think anyone cares about it. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. And, and every once in the blue moon, he'll say something that, that gets attention again. But, at, at this point, the, they, they get attention and, and, and articles written about them, and the article's title will be like... It'll, it'll say, like, The Daily Show. This is a perfect example of uh, of how, why you should let a show die with dignity. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. what the article will be about. Trevor but Noah has bombed. To that jump day. in again, real quick, and cl clarify the blackface comment. In hmm. no way am I saying that conservatives have ever been treated the same as black people by the United <laughs> States. In no worse, way. right? Worse. It, it's the same kind of strategy, though. Like that's the point I'm making. You know, not that you know dressing up like George W Bush is on the same level of offensiveness as blackface of course well, look, you I get what you're saying it's it's dangerous and I, I did stand up for 12 years in New York I used to be funny that's what I tell people like, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm funny anymore but I used to be pretty funny and you know now I'm talking about Islamism half the time it's hilarious really um, but uh, I get why you know if look if you want to tell people the truth you better be funny Otherwise, they'll kill you. That's a loose Oscar Wilde quote right there mm -hmm. um, and 
so I understand that these that comedians have been able to talk about these things in a way that's helped. Bill Maher is one of my heroes. He does a lot of it through comedy. It well, uh, yeah. by the way, I for the first time in almost my whole life, I'm starting to disagree with him on a lot of stuff. I, I've I've always disagreed uh, agreed with him on pretty much everything. Um, He's but, shifting you know, to the right. It's just as mandatory as moving to Florida. He's like 67 years old, and he can't help it. You know what? It's I actually <laughs> think that it's not that he's shifting to the right. I think he's ignoring what's happening to the left. I don't. He, yes. You know, listen. So watch. There's a video. You can get it on, on YouTube. His show, his ending uh, segment about a month ago, um, he was talking about that uh, that all these papers keep saying that Donald Trump is a creation of the left, meaning that the left that has not dealt with issues properly, so it's, a, it's causing Donald Trump. Now, I firmly believe that. And I've had Majid Nawaz on my show saying that, I've had Sam Harris on my show saying it, uh, Ayan has said it, um, Douglas Murray, a whole, bu- a whole bunch of people have said that. And, I, and this is one of the things I've been talking about nonstop, that if the left won't deal with Islamism honestly, if it won't deal with immigration honestly, well then all you're doing is handing it to anyone else who is going to come in and say ban all Muslims, and then anyone, and then regular people who don't buy that are like, you know what? At least he said something. So Bill I, Maher, just, I'm, I'm sorry, I thought it was a gap. Jump it. Go ahead, finish your thought. No, well, I, so I firmly believe that the rise of Trump, yes, it has something to do with the right, of course. His base is on the right. It's a Republican. He's a Republican nominee, whether he's Republican or not. But I firmly, firmly believe that the rise of Trump has everything to do with the. Uh, the ridiculousness and the dishonesty of the left. And that's why I've been trying to clean up left. But Bill Maher said the complete reverse. It was one of the most stark uh, disagreements I've ever had with him. So but I, I get why you're saying he's going right because he talks about Islam. But that doesn't mean he's going right. That means he's going honest. Okay, so two things. One, I think he coined the term regressive left. And I know I've heard him claim credit for it. So no, no. He, he, Majid Nawaz actually coined it. And then on... Uh, real time to Dawkins, he said that Sam Harris uh, was the one that coined it, but he, he later said that it, w- it was Majid. But mm-hmm. whatever. Am I off target? I, I thought that I heard him claim credit for it. I could be off. But he, I definitely hear him poking at the regressive left, the, the social justice warriors. And oh, yeah. I definitely hear him talking about Islam in non-positive ways. And, and, and particularly, he tells the left to get your head out of the sand with regards to Islam. He says, look, mm-hmm. like these people are not treating women fairly. They can't drive, they have to cover their heads, etc., etc. The left would not stand for one second when South Africa had apartheid. This is, I'm quoting him loosely. Um, but, you know, th- they do the same thing in gender-based in Saudi Arabia, and all of a sudden it's okay. You have to understand, you know, like, it, you know what? Different cultures allow different yeah. beatings of different people. And, you know, like women can't get... It's just a different set of norms over there, Woody. Yeah. You know, we have to accept that all cultures, by virtue of their very existence are equal <laughs> yeah you know what woody i think we're actually i think we're actually agreeing basically because I, I he is doing all of that hundred percent i would argue that's not him turning right that's him keeping the true liberal line of mm-hmm. we have to defend minorities and women and gays and have an honest discussion it's the left that's going bonkers and i don't think he quite realizes how bonkers the left has gone yeah, you I could argue he, he stayed on the same track and the whole world shifted, well, his party anyway, shifted left on him, you know. I would, that, that, that would be my uh, argument, yeah. yeah. Have you seen the clip of, on Bill Maher's program, uh, it was Ben Affleck acting like a petulant child, like <laughs> pouting in his hands, and like, of course, everybody on the panel, aside from one token conservative, is a liberal, and 
you know, Bill Maher is the only liberal there who's like, no, this is a real problem in the, you know, Islamist community or whatever, and we need to work through this, the extremists. We need to talk about it. The first step to any kind of problem is identifying the problem so that then you can take it from there. And Ben Affleck just throws a hissy fit of, like, are you maligning an entire group of billions just because you're a bigot? And it's like, you can't even have discussions with people like that. And if you look on Twitter, the regressive left, it's nothing but that. It's just, uh, you know, swashbuckling buckling phantoms and specters that don't exist these aren't real people it's i can't believe i love going into every thread on fucking reddit about any political thing and every comment is all this disgusting right-wing hatred i can't believe it and i look through and i'm like if if i can find any hate it's roundly rebuffed by everyone being like yeah you're being a prick like it's it that's all it is just bashing phantoms and fighting specters and straw men and <laughs> y- they like to feel moral by fighting fictitious entities is what i think it is i, I hope i don't uh, blow any illusions here but you know what goes on on twitter when eggs are attacking cartoon foxes and what's happening in reddit isn't actually what's happening in the real world uh, people seem to people seem to forget that all the time you know i'll get like memes of a of, of a trump frog a frog with trump's hair pepe put him, pepe <laughs> Pepe or Kiki or whatever his name is, I and mean, he's putting Bernie Sanders in a in a um, you know gas chamber. And <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that imagery. But I'm like, you know what? If that's what this person thinks is adding to the dialogue, then but people, it's hate speech. It's like shut the fuck up. It's some loser who's got a fucking Trump frog and a Hitler thing. It's like you're a yeah. nobody. So and like, on that same side, get upset about that. Those those same people who on the alt right are going way too far are fighting. PC speech to the point that they're actually being racists and bigots to where they're like, ah, I'm not letting people dictate what I say. And then they go on a huge, legitimately racist spiel. And it's like, well, no, no I don't want you on my team. Yeah. Like, I, you on, on my hill saying you're defending it with me. Like, I want you far away because you take it, you're not helping. Yeah. Well, look, it. you know, the, the Ben Affleck thing, that was on real time, and Sam Harris was the one that was on, obviously, talking, and I've had Sam on my show, and we dissected this thing in and out, and there's a gajillion videos of me talking about it, so we don't have to belabor it, but all Sam did was say, you know what, there's 1.6 billion Muslims, look at the Pew polls, here's what, here's what the polls show. It was a totally logical, nobody's ever said Pew polls aren't, aren't legit before. He said, we just have to understand the difference between the nominal Muslim, who doesn't care, about doctrine and whatever and wants to live their life and then the islamist who that you know believes in political islam and wants sharia law and then the violent jihadist i mean he laid out some pretty standard stuff that there was nothing racist first also a religion isn't a race but that seems to go over everyone's head um but all of this stuff and he just laid it out calmly and then ben affleck's response was you're gross and racist and then suddenly the next day all the websites were saying Bill Maher and Sam Harris are gross and racist. And it's like, Bill Maher has stood for every liberal value ever. And this is what I mean about where I don't think he realizes fully what's happened with the left, is that I think he still thinks he owns the whole left. And I'm not, by no means am I talking shit about him. I, I still love this guy and I would love to be on the show and have this conversation with him. But the left is shifting. The left is not good liberals anymore. The base of the left is these crazy social justice, oppression Olympics people, the Black Lives Matter people who can go to the gay pride parade in Toronto and stop it for a half hour until they sign their edict, which happened this past weekend. Yep. And it's like, that you're not for free speech. You now have said, okay, gays, we now consider you less than us, so you have to do what we want you to do and we'll find someone else. And, and it's always someone trying to put someone else down to raise themselves. That's not how humans are supposed to behave. 
And it's certainly not how liberals are supposed to behave because we're supposed to behave in logic and principle. And that's not what the left is about anymore. I, you know what? It's funny because I watched the Ben Affleck thing, but I didn't see it through the same lens that Taylor did. Like in my head, he wasn't a petulant child. He was trying to remind people that there are lots of Islamic people in Indonesia or Singapore or, or take it where you are that aren't the kind that he's describing. But and, that's exactly what Sam Harris said. You see, this is the uh, that's the fatal flaw in this, the truth in this is, whole conversation. I don't remember what Sam Harris said. I just remember Ben Affleck talking, and I'm sure I'm not alone. No, so think of the danger of that. So you're obviously a bright guy, right? What are you, a bright guy? Uh, I'm not called that very often. You're bright enough. <laughs> you're, bright, you're bright enough. But what? So, but that's the danger of using these words of racist and homophobe and sexist and all these things. When you throw them, throw them so callously, your only takeaway from that was that, hmm, maybe Bill Maher and Sam are gross and racist. Your takeaway was that, that these people, that Ben was defending the little guy, except Sam didn't attack the nominal person. Mm -hmm. He attacked he attacked the violent jihadist. And it wasn't even attack, all he did was read a pew ball. So that's the danger of these <laughs> words. The second you say someone's racist, now obviously there are real racists, but the second you throw that on people when it's not true, it, it creates such a, a um, conglomeration it's of all the people. conversation. What, what? Yeah, it destroys the conversation. So my takeaway from it wasn't actually that uh, Harris and Marr are gross and racist. It was, oh yeah, I almost forget about the Muslims that ex that exist outside of the most repressive Middle East countries, right? Like when I hear Islam, right, I think Saudi Arabia, I think Iraq, I think. Iran, I think Afghanistan, I think the places where I think they're doing it wrong. I don't often think, I'm guessing United Arab Emirates is better, I know it's wealthy and kind of capitalist, and, but I don't know exactly. But like, there are other countries, I think, where it's not practiced with the same like oppressiveness towards women that... Well, any... Am I wrong? Go ahead. I Dave. mean, not really. Like, you know, in pretty much every, there's a, depending on how you define it, there's about 51 Islamic countries one way or another or Islamic uh, majority countries. And it's horrible in all of those countries for gays, minorities, women, one way or another in any Western. And, uh, I got to argue against myself. That doesn't mean that all of those people are bad. As I start, as I said an hour ago, there are free thinkers and atheists and gays all in the, in the Muslim community that those are the people that need our help. So every time Bill Maher tries to discuss this and people on the left say he's racist, well, all you're doing, you're not hurting the, the jihadist, you're hurting the, the Muslim that wants help, that believes in the same things that you believe or that you believe. So that's, that's the danger of throwing these words out. Because then we leave the conversation to the people that say ban all Muslims. And because people are so frustrated, they say, all right, let's ban all Muslims. It, it, you're turning me around. And, and in addition to that, like I know a couple of American Muslims. I don't want to say much more because I hate it when my internet life and real life collide. But they don't treat their kids the same way, right? The boys date in a different way than the girls. The girls don't date at all, actually. You know, it, it, They're expected to like go to adulthood without a boyfriend. And that's not true of the sons. And uh, you just, like, when I process it, it's like... It's certainly not, as far as I know, you know, beating them with rods or anything, but different rules for boys and girls. Maybe oranges in By a sack. Way, all religions do stupid <laughs> shit. Look, look, I live in L.A. Religion, to me, look, all the books, in my opinion, they're all made up by people. It's just a bunch of shit that's in there, and if you want to believe it, go ahead. Fine. Um, and, and all the books, the Old Testament, Jews, there's a lot of bad shit in the Old Testament. God was a fucking psychopath. 
the New Testament, plenty of violent shit in there and rapture and Armageddon and all that kind of stuff. The point is, it's about what people act on. So I live here in LA. It's like 90 degrees every day. I live, uh, you know, maybe three miles from the little Jewish enclave. There are ultra-Orthodox men walking around in big black jackets and wool hats. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's 90 degrees in LA. I'm in a tank top and I'm dripping in sweat. <laughs> Only religion could trick you to do something so ridiculous. But the difference is, they're not trying to convert people in, right? Now they may be, do, they, they may be teaching their kids some what I would argue is nonsensical shit. Um, and that's, I'm not saying that's good, but they're not trying to convert people. And if you leave Judaism, nobody cares. If you leave, if you announce I'm leaving Judaism, most Jews would be like, oh, well, would you still watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Like, <laughs> that would be the takeaway. Oh, well, but you still like bagels, right? And that's the difference. So Christians right now, the left will go bonkers because one fucking Christian in Indiana wouldn't bake the gay cake. And yet, meanwhile, when all these migrants rape all these women in Germany, they do anything to deflect it from the religion. And that's crazy. A religion is only, it only matters if their people act on it. And every time something blows up, whether it's in Bangladesh or Baghdad or Santa Barbara or uh, London or mm -hmm. Brussels uh, or Paris, guess what? They keep telling you, we're doing this in the name of our religion. And there isn't, Mormons aren't doing this. They're Can not, I just yeah. point out that, that, that so, so Ramadan just passed, obviously. That's, everybody's like, wow, it's been kind of weird. There's been so many terror attacks. I'm like, yeah, it's Ramadan. They get special brownie points for dying during this month. It, it, like, I didn't like, know that. If that's, yeah, that's why no. it's happening. That's, that's why this has been such a rough month. It's fucking Ramadan. They're out trying to die for their cause. If there's not a more clear causality, like like you just look at it's yeah. right there to look at. Hey, hey, look at this. It's uh, it's Christmas time and the the lights are out. Must be Christians. <laughs> well, like, 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 <laughs> ISIS, ISIS. First off, they boom. Oh, Ramadan! It's here again. <laughs> I can hear the explosions already. <laughs> you hear that shrapnel? Hear the shrapnel ring? Oh, man. <laughs> But we have to remember, we're all equal. We're all equal, and we shouldn't judge because we're all equal. Yeah, but that, some... that's the point. It's all, it's all so silly. And by the way, some, I'm sure some people that are watching this would, would say to you, that's actually not what it says. It says, don't kill people in Ramadan. But then the argument would be, so you're saying you should, then you can kill them after Ramadan? I mean, the whole thing, I would recommend if you guys want to find some interesting stuff about this, um, research this guy, Bill Warner. He's been on my show. He was on about two months ago. Uh, a scientist who decided to study religion from a scientific perspective. And he really goes into um, why it, there's a particular pervasive case about Islam. And when I say that, I am not talking about the nominal Muslim person that may live next door to me in any way or anyone who doesn't want to push their values on me. I'm not trying to push any values on anybody. As long as you don't, I don't care what you believe in your house, as long as you don't behead me or you, be, you believe in civil, the, the law of the land and are not trying to import another law, then do whatever the hell you want to believe in the spaghetti yeah. monster, go ahead. Um, but if you believe in... Uh, you know, beheading infidels, and by the way, you guys are infidels, just as am I, and you believe in, uh, you know, stoning women and all that shit, then I have to say something about it, sorry, and that doesn't make me gross or racist. Yeah, the problem with it, and I think what drives a lot of people, including me, crazy, is that, you know, with the internet, you, you get information that, you know, in previous decades, like, the media had way more of a throttle on what information you would and would not receive. Now, you see a concerted effort by the media to hide when you know it's uh, an extremist, a stream, extreme Islamist, whatever you want to call it, 
committing horrible atrocities, a terrorist, yeah. And you know 100% that, you know, they'll still evoke, you know, throw back to an abortion bombing at a clinic from 20 years ago and act like that's, like, super indicative of Christians. And you're on the same page, buddy. You guys are still there, too. When it's like, no, if there were a group of Christians doing that and they harassed or sexually assaulted a big group of women in a Scandinavian country or wherever that was, in Germany, I guess, it would be all over the news. It would be all you could hear. You know, there were even headlines when uh, that... Adam Land's a disgusting guy who shot up the Sandy Hook school. People saying, you know, the white community needs to really look at themselves for this. And obviously those were extreme leftist crazy publications. But the fact is that that was out there. And yet not a peep, not a peep from anyone for the most part in the mainstream media when it's to the contrary. I don't that's agree. Why, that's though. why intentions matter. Intentions matter. If you say, this is everyone on the left, no matter, every time an Islamist blows up something or a jihadist murders people in all of these places that I just mentioned, they immediately say, well, the Crusades and the Christian cake and the gay cake and the bombing of the abortion clinic and all that stuff. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No one's saying any of those things were good, although actually you should research why the Crusades happened. because Yeah, uh, I love the evoking of the Crusades. It shows no history knowledge whatsoever. Also, by the way, when they invoke the Crusades as if that's a getaway, well, guess what? If the if I was alive during the Crusades, I would I hope I would have been speaking out against the Crusades. They're happening right now, so we should talk about them. So don't try to stop me from talking about the evil shit going on now because some evil shit happened 500 years ago. I feel like during the Orlando shooting, they really buried that that guy was Islamic. Cause it, like, so my news exposure is mostly internet. And it seemed like it was everywhere. Like, even, and I'm not even talking about like CNN website, of course, the Fox website. Like, I go to the mainstream stuff, BBC, to see, like, like just to get a vibe as to what's on TV because I don't watch normal. Well, they TV. cut it out of the 911 recording, didn't they? Right, they cut it out of the 911 mm. recording. Let's look. I don't know that there's, you know, when you start talking about the media, this and the media that, I don't know that there's a concerted effort by everyone. I'm not, I'm not down with like that level of Alex Jones. The press release was also, you know, whitewashed as well. All mentions of Islam, radical Islam, anything like that. Well, it, it, they wanted it to be a hate crime, not a uh, not a terror attack. It, like that, and that's coming straight down from the top. Like 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 who who's getting in someone's ear White and House saying press that release? other than the president? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah they, they, they didn't say the the word Islam. I mean, the yeah, guy the called. President. The 911 and said he's doing it for ISIS and the caliphate and all that. So you have to take these people for their word. I, I take them for their word. When when you find the the abortion bomber, uh, yeah, he probably did it because Christianity fucked him yeah. up in a way that. But 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 it's rare that you all of these people they're telling you why they're doing it. They're saying I'm doing it for Allah. I'm doing it for this reason. So intentions matter. So they say why they do it, and then their leftist apologists say, no, 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 that's not what they meant. They didn't mean they were doing it for Allah. They did it because they were poor, even though they just found out that all the Bangladeshi guys were middle class. Like, it's just they just want to excuse no matter what. Because as far to as them, I can tell, evil in the, in I don't the world. Think they did United. it at all. I think the gun did it, as far as I can tell. <laughs> it is really well, the gun is go. to blame. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, that was just, right. That was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. Yes, we're all very pro gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, oh, look I, at this. Look at this. Wanted, look yeah. at this Fox News thing right now. Ten officers were shot by two snipers in downtown Dallas. Three are dead. Three are in critical condition. Two are in surgery. This was at the Dallas protest that had been happening tonight. Good lord. And there's a, wow. a, a yeah, there's a Fox.com link which is just going to their live uh, page. Wow, that's that's pretty outrageous. Yeah, I mean, we, we live in a in really, you know, there's that Chinese proverb, may you live in strange times. I mean, we live in particularly strange times right now. And, 
you know, that's why these conversations are so important. Look, I don't think any of us are sitting here professing to have all the answers, but we're trying to have a conversation about some complex shit and in a human way. And it's like, guess what? We could all turn on, the second we're done with this, we could turn on CNN, and if you think you're going to get honest, thoughtful analysis from any of these pontificating idiots, uh, you will be so mistaken. <laughs> I like that word, pontificating. Yeah. Yeah. It's I interesting a, times, uh, by the way. Just being a dick, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> That's what you do here. That's <laughs> the service I provide. <laughs> we just want everyone to remember that this episode is also being brought to you by... Squarespace. When you use Squarespace, uh, your site will look professionally designed, regardless of your skill level. There's no, no level. There's no coding required. Uh, they use intuitive and easy to use tools. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering their websites to ensure security and stability. They're trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. So start your free trial today with no credit card required at Squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use offer code PKA to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. So whether, whether you're starting a business, building a portfolio, or just expressing yourself online, remember to sign up today and go to squarespace.com slash PKA. Squarespace is Check how you out. make a website. You need an infrastructure around you. This is how you do it. If you would just do it on your own and like hold enough for today's traffic, then when you explode, you will miss your opportunities. But if you take Group advantage of it. Com, it's a Squarespace. Is it? There you go. There it is, guys. How much do I get for that? Uh, I don't know. Pennies. <laughs> Pennies. <laughs> I'll give you my pen. <laughs> nice pen. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, anyway. Something we haven't touched on, but that's been big news. I wanted to talk about the two very recent mm. uh, cop shootings. Not the one, I guess, that's happening right now in Dallas. The one with the, oh, two, I... uh, the two cops who everybody's saying. I, I, I honestly don't know a ton about the one in, I guess, I guess it was Minnesota, right? I know the Alton Sterling one. That yes, yes, there was yeah, one was in the Minnesota. One. The live stream okay. one, I don't know as well. The Sterling one, I've looked at that tape. I actually, I, I think it's tomorrow's vlog. I haven't edited it together yet, but I'm going to talk about it, which is something I don't normally do, like politics in my daily vlogs. And uh, I just take the footage. I stabilize it. I, I look at it forward and backwards, and I'm like, like, I'm not a cop. I don't have any special training in how they're supposed to handle these things. But I am a video, video editor, and I'm like, I can look at this better than like 99% of the population. I can stabilize that and go frame by frame, forwards, backwards. I mark the section where the cop says, and I don't like what he says, but he says, if you fucking move, I swear to God, right? I'm like, all right, here's the part in the timeline where he's, in, he's received his instruction not to move. And then, you know, this is the, the amount of moving he does after. But like, I go through it all. And um, yeah, I, I've looked at the tape super carefully. <sighs> Once they get the guy pinned and have him down, it's a pretty tough call. They tell him not to move, and he kind of does. It looks like he's trying to break his arm free. I feel like they made a huge mistake long before that, right? When they told the guy to um, get down, and he, he takes this, like, Jesus pose, right? He doesn't – it's a non-threatening pose. Maybe they could have worked with it, you know? They, they didn't have to tackle and escalate. That's the thing that, you know, in these – and I don't hate all cops, by the way. Um, but in the – too many American cops will take a situation that on a stress level is like a 7 and turn it into a 10, right? They have to alpha the fuck out of whoever it is they're dealing with when they could be like, hey, man, you know, let's handle this the right way. And, and I'm, I'm a little worried. So I know this guy. He's a, he was a detective for 16 years or you know, police detective, etc. in Germany. 
And he says their training is much different. They're highly valued on their ability to talk down a situation. You know, two guys are fighting and, you know, this guy hit that guy and that guy wants revenge. And he says, you know what? I agree with you, man. That guy is an asshole. You do have to get your revenge, but you got to do it the right way. You know, we got to take that guy to court. I'm going to you know, throw him in jail, et cetera, et cetera. And once you can talk a guy off that ledge, it usually takes a whole new incident to bring him back on it. You know, like, and they could have done that in this situation and they didn't. They went for the tackle and that going for the tackle to a, you know, and the guy's got a gun on his hip. They knew that that was what they were called for. It was a minute before the shooting that this thing went terribly wrong. A second before the shooting, it might not have been so crazy. You know, the guy was struggling after they told him not to move. He was, um, but a minute before that, like, why did you bring it there? You know, that he wasn't. And, and by the way, in the cop's defense, if I say get down and you know, everyone knows you got a gun, right? The police were called for that reason. And of course, the gun carrier knows he has a gun. If I say get down and you do this instead, I worry that you're keeping your options open, right? Why are you doing that? Why? Like, you're not putting your hands on the hood or anything. You're just like, you know, I, I'm keeping my options open. I'm not not disarming myself. Well, that's the thing. These things are so incredibly complex. And I'm glad you ended on that note because uh, that's the part. I, first off, the reason I haven't even commented on it on Twitter in the last few days, I've been so freaking busy, as you guys know, when we were trying to coordinate this. I haven't had a minute to even pay attention to the news beyond just the Clinton thing because I had to get a little something on that. So I haven't even been able to watch the tapes in a way that like, I could formulate a proper opinion. And also everyone just watches a little tape they immediately pick their side and then they love their narrative and they keep, and, and you can almost every time, no matter, what, no matter what the video shows, the people who always say one thing always say one thing and the people who always say the other thing always say the other thing. These, these uh, situations are incredibly complex. We don't know exactly what happened right before. The guy had a gun also, did not, I, I have no reason to believe that he deserved to die in any estimation, of course, uh, but I don't envy a cop that has to be in that situation too and I don't envy that person. It's just a shitty situation all around. And unfortunately, this is one of those things that it's become so hyper-partisan that they make it seem like you're racist if you uh, have any sympathies with the cop. And if you have any sympathies with the black person, you have no desire for law and order. And both those things just aren't true. Um, so we got to try to get comrades to prevail on this, but I, I don't even know if it's possible. Yeah. The, it's funny you said you pick a side, right? So, like, um, I know a guy... You can see his, his, his arm was pinned under the policeman's leg and he's doing this. And he's like, that's his what the fuck pose. You know, hey, what are you doing to me? Whereas in my head, like, it, it was pretty clear that he was trying to move. Um, yeah. I, you I, know, I, I, I see it on from both sides. Me too. I, I feel, I, 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 and I think that any rational person has to. You, you can't just come at this like from, 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 I feel like if maybe I had a cop in the family, I'd be like, hey, I know how this goes down. Nine times out of ten, they're, they've got this or they've got that. And you're like, what do you mean by they? <laughs> but I'm just looking at, at like what I have here, this little equation on the screen, and it looks like everybody's a douchebag. Surprise! It, it's it's the same thing that happened in the Trayvon Martin situation. You're like, I don't even want to give you my honest opinion because both guys are douchebags. Like 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 nobody here was a nice guy. There was no innocent angel walking. There was no like guardian of the neighborhood like like he's fucking Batman Bruce Wayne over there. No, that's not the characters we're dealing with. We're dealing with two very flawed individuals, and those cops definitely overreacted. They they escalated the situation, and it should be about de-escalation. They should be they they should walk up and say, "Hey, excuse me, we had a call about you, I believe. 
Sir, now don't touch it, but do you have a weapon on you? Let's start like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, let's start like that. And then we don't end with, if you move, I swear to God, and then death. Like, like, do we, like, know, do we know how it started? Do we know what that initial part of the conversation was? Because do we know that that didn't happen? I, I honestly don't Here's know. what I do know. I, yeah. um, I know that the police came there because a homeless man called 911 and said, there's a guy here pulling a gun on people, right? I don't know if it's true. I don't know if he's a great character witness, etc. But that's what the 911 call said. And then the video picks up um, with the police telling the guy to get on the ground three or four times. And rather than do that, he does this. So I don't know how the conversation started, but that's the that's the gap. I um I can't imagine as you know I I saw on Reddit today the old thing from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Jazzy Jeff is 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 in court and he's <laughs> a, he, he's supposed to uh to 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 give his testimony and he's supposed to put his hand on the Bible and everything but he's standing there like this <laughs> the judge goes sir you can you can put your your hands down uh uh-uh. uh they all got guns next thing I know I'll get six warning shots in the back and I'm just like. You know, as a black man, like I can just imagine seeing those two fucking cops walk up to you and just being like, "Here we fucking go, Jesus!" Like, like it must be such a fear. Like I don't like seeing police behind me because I've usually got a lot of guns in the car, and I know there's going to be a whole rigmarole about that, where I'm going to have to explain myself and show identification and prove things. And it's just like, oh god, I hope I don't get pulled over. And in my case, I know that I'm leaving the situation with a with a. Well, that's a pretty good gun, boy. I, hell, I wish I had made one of them. You mind if I shoot sometime? That's how my encounter with the police is almost <laughs> always ends with them asking if they can use one of my guns. This guy's lucky if he survives. That's what he's, that's what's in his head. If I'm a black man, I'm like, I just hope I survive this fucking pullover. Jesus. Fuck, I knew I should have yeah. fixed that tail light. So <laughs> like, it's been left out. Do people know his criminal history? Like, I, I know Kyle might. Yeah, but... he had a, a history of, like, marijuana uh, distribution, maybe. So it seems, it seems like he sold uh, he sold weed, and he had a weapons charge against him. But I don't know if it was a gun, a there knife, were two. or... Yeah. Just to clarify, so, we're still speaking about the individual from Sterling. the gas yeah. station case? Okay. Yeah, in, uh, in the so South. So he had one charge, the more recent one, where he was selling drugs. I don't. It might have been weed, I don't know. And he had possession of an illegal weapon. Again, I don't know what that is. That could have been a five-inch knife for all I know. But yeah. he was selling drugs and he had an illegal weapon. He spent a couple of years in prison for that. Prior to that, it was sexual assault with carnal knowledge of a minor. I also don't know what that means. You know, like it could mean anything. The way that they they like plead things down and stuff, though, mm-hmm. because like he literally could have raped a child, and but but there wasn't enough evidence, or they didn't want to put the child through testimony testifying in court or something like that, and it gets bumped down to something like that. So you never know. Or or he could have peed the against other the wall. End of it. He could have been like that poor black guy from Green Mile, and he was just trying to do his best, and he got framed John up. Coffey. You know, John Coffey. You know, like. You never know. Um, it, it's and, and I, I really hate that like a group like Black Lives Matter will make um, the, the the victim of one of these things be an angel instead of just coming and being 100% honest, being like, look at this flawed man who didn't deserve to die for what he did Friday night. That's what their message should be. But then then on the other other side, you've got the law enforcement and maybe the the news media at large saying, look at this career criminal put down doing it you know he he lived by the gun he died by the gun you know it, it's it's somewhere in the middle and we never get to that it's sad yeah my daughter for what it's worth agrees with taylor that selling cds was probably not the thing he was really doing 
That's because your daughter hasn't been in many urban areas or driven a car before by herself. When you go Same to with Atlanta, Taylor? you go to maybe not. When I go to a gas station in Atlanta, I'm constantly being hit up to buy CDs. It's like, hey man, they're trying to get their rap career started. It's like this is my album. This is me rapping. We put this together with Garage Band. You know, my little cousin he does it mixes, and they're always trying to sell me this CD for X amount of dollars. And I just feel like, look, man, I don't want to buy music in a parking lot. And and it's not like they're going like, it's not really music, if you know what I mean. There's a little something special in this cassette. I mean, it's like, it's not that. Maybe I mean I have driven around urban areas plenty. I mean maybe St. Louis, where I, I believe live, you is have more different than Atlanta, but the C selling CDs is usually not selling CDs, if you know what I mean. When it's 2016 and it's later, you're telling me I could have gotten drugs from all of those CD mm -hmm. salesmen. I, I was think, tried to buy crack and the guy have... gave me a CD. It was seriously messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know the, the drug trade, but but some people say that the, the CD is like a poker chip. It's a token that you it... exchange for drugs, right? Well, uh, The way that some that people is... would say it is that you go somewhere, you buy a CD, then you take the CD to someone else in a different corner somewhere to keep it separate, and then you would trade that for drugs directly. Um that's what some people would say, and that absolutely does happen. I don't know if it's just with CDs, but at the same time, Kyle's right. There are people who will just hit you up to try and sell you shit sometimes downtown. Maybe it's way more common in Atlanta than St. Louis, because I don't see it here ever. Uh, and the very, guy's got very, drug very, dealer priors. Just uh, a thing. I, I believe he was a Regardless, drug though, dealer, the point should be but... made that Kyle was saying that even if he was selling crack every day right there, eight hours a day, like he was a job at fucking Subway, that still doesn't... That's, that shouldn't be used as ammunition to justify his killing. No, yeah, I don't even but think he should be roughed that's up. That's not how I'm using but, it. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> that's not how I'm using it. How I'm using it is I'm just, and, and maybe this is inappropriate, trying to get into a mind of a guy who's staring down his third felony conviction, right? He's He's been to jail. He's, he's, he's served years in jail twice already, right? So it's not like... It's not like he spent overnight in jail, right? You know, he I forget the time spans, but it was like... I'm making it up like four years and four years again. That's going to be close. And uh, um, so now he's looking at another like term in prison, his third felony. And he might be, you know, like feeling more desperate than somebody than like, you know, regular person. Yeah, would. He, he might struggle a little extra. And so use the nine millimeter. I guess I did. I hated that. I hate it when like he's not allowed to like struggle a little bit while you're pinning yeah. him to the ground painfully it's yeah. it, like like i don't know if it's anybody here's ever been like you know what jujitsu is like when someone's oh, yeah. like 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 pinning you and putting force in one area it's awful. now we're, but we're <laughs> but we're on concrete now and there's two guys and, yeah, and, and weight is being applied in places where it shouldn't it's painful and it hurts and you're just trying to get comfortable and make the pain stop or at least decrease sure so i'm not in no way am i uh defending this this man's death However, if cops tell you to get down and you have a gun and you don't, they are going to, this is just a fact, this is not a judgment call, they are going to have to apply pressure on you um, that is going to be uncomfortable. So yes. I, I, get, I get what your point is, except it's like, what, that, this is the danger of this whole conversation, is that we don't know exactly what led up to this, and and uh, maybe there is more information out there that we don't know. But but most of the people in the media, they're probably saying pretty much the same things, and everyone's just jumping in and picking their side. And it's like, look, at the end of the day, I suspect, but again, I could be wrong, and I don't know exactly what these cops uh, 
uh, ambitions were. But I suspect if when they had approached him and said, you know, whatever they said, you know, put your hands behind your back and that's it, that he wouldn't be dead. That is no in no way a defense of what happened other than when a cop tells you to do something, if you don't do it, even if it's wrong, even if you've done nothing wrong, if you don't do it, you could get hurt or killed. And that would stand for all of us. Now, look, they might treat us as white people different, a good percentage of them. We don't know what that percentage is. Um, but if you don't listen to a cop's orders, something bad probably is going to happen. Yeah. And usually they, the people, I think the people who argue like, oh, but you shouldn't have to do that. It shouldn't be, you know, you should never be in that situation because it's immoral on the cop's behalf. Like, there are a lot of people who argue from like an ought standpoint to where how the the world ought to work and how it ought to be and you know what what justice would be in an ideal world instead of saying like i'm sorry we can't use this pie in the sky standard you kind of just have to accept these are people they're cops they're flawed you have to treat them like they could potentially go off because they could that that doesn't discount that some of them are looking into getting into a fight you know i was pulled over about six months ago i literally had one glass of wine at about seven o'clock at a friend's and i drove home I was pulled, I had to drive five minutes. I was pulled over in front of my house looking for parking with one glass of wine in me. Uh, the guy, me, he got in my face with a flashlight. You know, uh, did you have any drinks? I said, I had one glass of wine. He got me out. He had a young cop with him. So he was clearly training this guy. So he was like in his late 50s probably training this young guy. And I could see he was really trying to assert himself and show this guy how you do it and everything. Had me get out, uh, had me, you know, touch my nose and do all this stuff. I'm a little dyslexic, by the way. So when he had me, like, at one point I had to close my eyes and, like, stand on one foot and do something. Like, it's not my thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my thing. But anyway, but I was also extremely nervous because I haven't been pulled over in many years. I haven't had that much experience with cops, fortunately. You know, negative experience, that is. Um, And I guess had I said, you know, one thing the wrong way, if I had said, wait, I'm parking in front of my house. What the fuck, man? You know, whatever. Who knows? That could have escalated really quickly. Mm-hmm. And if I had fought whatever, and I'm not saying this has anything to do with this specific case, obviously. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, yes, there could be a bad cop in that that would have looked at a guy like me. And and, uh, and if I had given him one bit of guff, you, you never know what's going to happen. So, yeah, there's a lot of things at play here. And we got to try to have honest discussions about it, which we're doing here. I'm, uh, I'm with you. There, and, and even though I think I've argued the other side of this most of the night, there is a little part of me that doesn't like to completely surrender his dignity when the police come around, you know, like I've been pulled over a couple of years ago or something. My registration was out of date and, um, they, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I've got a hand over my license and my concealed carry permit and my hands are on the wheel. They're on the wheel because I want him like, it's telling him a lot about me. You know, I have a legal gun that says a thing. My hands are on the steering wheel. It's unnatural, like 10 and 2 when you're parked, but I'm showing him that I'm keeping them there for him. And he asked me where the gun is. And I, I'm like, I'm going to point with my elbow. You know, one of those deals. And it's not just telling him where the gun is. I'm telling him I'm compliant. But, like, there is a level where, like, I don't know. Like, there are, cop, there are police instructions that they might take that kind of surrender my dignity. You know, if I was, for example, just walking and he wants me to spread them and put them against the wall or get on the ground, I might feel like, what? I am just walking here. You know, I couldn't be more innocent. I don't think I should be laying on the ground. And then what do you do? You know, like, right. I, I... Well, you know he's slow on the draw, so... 
You do what you have to, Woody. <laughs> I uh, yeah, it, you know, if if I'm walking as innocently as can be, and he's telling me to put my nose on a dirty sidewalk, yeah, nobody wants that. That's bullshit. Yeah. And um, I, I, I don't want to change topics too much, but mm. did, you should probably watch that 20 second video that, um, from the Twitter thing. It's it's a lady who's who's living in an apartment building uh, above where that sniper shooting is happening or happened in Dallas. Um, Chiz wrote, you know, I don't usually say this, but that sounds like a scary gun. It sounds like a scary gun to me, too. I'm not sure what that sounds like. That sounds, uh, it's a rifle for sure. Um, and it's shooting a lot of rounds quickly. I'm hesitant to say it's a machine gun, but it sounds, it's bum, 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 bum at one point. And it sounded a lot like, uh, I don't know, like a 30 caliber kind of slow cycling machine gun but i'm sure it's an ar-15 or something like that that, that we'll eventually find out you know I'm, so I, I, I just jumped on uh, drudge as you said that so it's saying cops down in dallas shooting at a black lives matter protest 30 shots go off so that potentially is someone they're at a black lives matter concert shooting as we think they're shooting at the cops probably intentionally i mean man yeah. So the Man, from an elevator let, position. Let's do this. Let's go to this Twitter video. I'm queued up at, at zero or one second, and then I'll say ready, set, play, and we'll watch it together. Right. Give me one second. Give me yep. one second. It's a bit loud. It's hard to queue up at zero, by the way. I'll give you a second. Especially uh, you know with Twitter you, videos. Can you just shoot that, that link over to me again? Oh, wait, I think I got it. It's yeah, at 1149. Yeah. How terrible. I can't wait to hear this gun. Scared Kyle. I bet a, it, it. You're hearing it's a law the rocket. E you're hearing the echo of it. Those are scary. You're hearing okay. the echo, uh, definitely, right. but you're also hearing it impact something. So there's. Go ahead. Ready, Ready. set, play. This is not, this, this is, is not, not one person. This person. Semi-automatic. God damn it. So when I heard that a sniper had shot all these policemen, I was like, please let it be with great grandpa's deer rifle because I'm so tired of like AR-15s being in the news. No way. That's great grandpa's deer rifle. That's yeah. Uh, it's semi-automatic. Yeah. It's semi-auto. I, I, I can't tell the caliber. I don't know if you can tell that sort of thing now. Um, yeah. Darn. Jesus. Expect a gun debate soon. Ah, it's, yeah. let them keep going. They, the Congress won't even budge on the the the, the smallest of things. That's it, going nowhere. I I, I I don't share your confidence. I wouldn't bet against you. Um, but I just feel like you know, at, at this point, it's something like ninety percent of the population wants it. Now, those ninety percent aren't as passionate as the ten. They want do. no ninety percent of the population might want some abstract idea of a safer world that involves some gun some gun control. But 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 when you actually lay the law out there and say, well, here's what we're gonna do. From now on, we have this arbitrary list. We call it the terror watch list. 
Uh, Carl there, he decides who's on it. Also, Bill, Dave, uh, there's about two or three hundred people who actually get to pick the names. And yeah, there's some people who work above them. They could kind of whisper down and a name would be placed there too. Well, anybody on this list all of a sudden loses one of their constitutional rights. Not just gun rights, though. We put a little amendment in there when nobody was looking. You lose your right yeah. to free speech, search and seizure. We're really going to fuck you over now. Or it's even crazier, the no-fly list, where it's like you accidentally bring a Dasani through a checkpoint <laughs> and suddenly you can't exercise your Second Amendment right. I I'm interested where... I haven't watched any of your content where you spoke about gun control or anything like that, Dave. Where, where do you stand on all that? Are you a gun owner? Uh, so I'm not a gun owner, but I, I assume you guys are familiar with Steven Crowder, right? Yes. Uh, so Steven has offered to buy me a gun, and I'm willing to – I would like to do it. I'd like to do it because I would like to see the process. First off, I do believe in the Second Amendment, absolutely. Uh, and I would like to see what the process is like. Um, so we're, we're going to do that. He's been trying to coordinate it. Um, my general feeling on this is uh, that two things can be true at the same time. That we can have a, a issue with some of these weapons, and at the same time, uh, these weapons don't magically kill people. It's, it's the people that pull the trigger. It's the ideology that forces people to do it. So, for example, if I had an AR-15 sitting right next to me, I would not walk into a gay club and shoot gay people, and I would not walk into a mosque and shoot mo uh, Muslim people. So it's not about the weapon. The weapon is just the tool, and it's about the ideology that allows people to to want to kill other people. Uh, and at the same point, I totally hear your point on the on the watch list stuff. I would be for more sensible gu gun control, but when it comes to all these lists, I agree with you. I think the government is so inept that I understand why people are like, wait a minute, wait a minute, but how did you get on this watch list or this no-fly list or the Dasani or all that? So it, that's why this it, this whole conversation is so tough because um, it, you're, con you're combining people's desire to have their constitutional rights with their distrust of government, and government consistently shows you how corrupt and inept it is. So it, it's a lot of stuff, and it makes it really difficult. But I haven't dived into it that much, and I, and I should more. And I'll let you guys know how it goes with the Crowder thing, because I think... You know what you should consider with the Crowder thing? Like, I'm, as I was listening to you, I'm like, I hope he buys a gun at a gun show. Because you, you mentioned you wanted to see what the process is like. It's just like buying it at a gun store. That whole gun show loophole thing is complete bullshit. Really? Um, yeah, what's true is private party to private party sales mm -hmm. like if you inheritance buy stuff like but that. they don't like to attack that because all of a sudden that sounds like you're taking something away that seems like you should just be able to do like if if i want to sell a gun to my brother you know it's this is my pistol i bought it all legally i'm legally owning it he could legally own it so i say to him here three hundred dollars yeah give me your three hundred dollars and we exchange it that's perfectly legal in, in my state because we're for, for a number of reasons. In my state, you need permission to do that. That is the loophole that they keep talking about. That is the gun show loophole. Now, what happens sometimes at gun shows is an individual such as myself will buy a ticket. He's in the gun show, and he's got a rifle with him. Now, when, you can't walk into the gun show with a gun that's not loaded of any kind. They, they even put a, a, a zip tie sort of thing through the weapon to, to visually ensure that this gun can't even fire if I want it to. So with a weapon like that, you can carry that weapon within the gun show as a private individual. So you'll see some guy at the gun show, and he's walking around with a World War II bolt-action rifle, usually, slung over his shoulder. He'll often have a flag stuck in the barrel, so he's easily spotted. You could tap that guy on the shoulder and say, how much for that? He'll say $200, and you'll make your exchange in the parking lot, and that's completely legal. What doesn't ever happen 
is that you go into the gun show and there's Big Mike with all of his scary black rifles with the grenade launchers and the flash hiders and the, the scopes, etc. You don't go to Big Mike and say, hey, Big Mike, I need that $3,000 rifle right there and I got cash. Let's forget about all this paperwork. Mike is going to report your ass after he finishes whipping it. Mike is not going to put up with that. Mike has a federal firearms license that he tried real hard to get. This is his business, his livelihood, and he hates people like you because you give him a bad name. He's not, he doesn't like you a bit. Mike will whip your ass for trying to suggest something like that. So there really just isn't a gun show loophole. That, 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 it's, it's just not a thing. It's, it's a nice way. It's their way of talking about private sales without rustling any jimmies uh, over actually saying what they mean it, it, and they and I hate it because I have a federal firearms license I can conduct uh, firearms transactions myself legally across state lines federally um, and so I would always hear this thing and I'd be like what are they talking about is there something I don't even know about and I'm like looking through my ATF handbook like it's got to be in here somewhere this this <laughs> loophole you know it's not in there it's bullshit <laughs> The thing well, that I, I, I agree with Crowder, Crowder on. Ask Crowder where he's going to do it, where he's going to get the gun. But I asked him for the gun. I want the thing that Jesse Ventura had in Predator. <laughs> I, I, got, <laughs> I don't know what that's that is. A, yeah, that's a minigun. Yeah, yeah, that's a Dylan minigun. Oh. I, like, I, could, I could help you with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kyle actually is the one to talk to of anyone I know. He's the one <laughs> yeah. to up with the minigun for real. What you should do, though, in all seriousness, is uh, have him get you, like, a really nice like 1911, a Kimber 1911 or something, really expensive gun. Take advantage of this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do totally agree with Crowder's thing of... I was waiting uh, for his point, his but his point is just of, get um, as much money as you can. <laughs> yeah, get as much money. But Crowder's thing of, like, uh, of buying a gun for someone so they have to go through that process, I've found that the people who are usually most in favor of gun control aren't gun people, maybe just because they don't are, aren't interested in it or they're afraid of it, but none of them have actually gone through the process if you just watch the like if i wasn't a gun owner and into guns and i didn't own any i would think that i could just walk into a fucking cabela's slap 500 dollars down and walk out with a rifle and that's absolutely not like nowhere can that happen well look you know obviously i i don't want to comment too much on the news that's happening right this very second but it sounds like 11 cops shot and it's like this is going to this is going to really alter the debate because most likely if this person was a Black Lives Matter supporter who was enraged about what happened mm -hmm. if, and if, if, I know, if it was, and he was enraged about what happened over these last couple days, it flips a lot of this on its head because there was a lot of demonization of cops, obviously, in the last couple of days. Now this guy, was the gun legal? Was it not legal? How do you, I mean, there's just so much here. And uh, yeah. there's been a through line to our, our conversation here, which has been that there's these are complex issues that we got to talk about. Otherwise, these things are just going to keep happening. It's terrible. Man. I get eleven cop shot. That's that is that's ridiculous. And, and it, it's odd to me. Like, do they not know the location of the shooter? A, an elevated position above a in a garage or something, parking garage. So he's he got up high and he's shooting down. So Chiz is, is feeding us some information. Suspects threatened to plant bomb downtown. Thorough search in progress. One suspect cornered. So they at least know where one is. And I guess after they get one, they find the other. I don't know. Like he'd give him up. I don't. I don't know. If there's only two, but I don't. Who knows? Oh yeah, I, I got the idea. There was two from another. There was said. He said there were two snipers, but like you said, information at this point must be pretty, pretty bad. You know, unreliable. 
Yeah. Hey guys, yeah. guys, I would love to keep going with you. I, I have been talking literally since seven in the morning. We did our first tech shows for the new show today, uh, and I've been skyping all day long with all kinds of people. And I, I desperately need. All right. I, I need some food. I haven't eaten since <laughs> like eleven. It's nine o'clock. Um, but really, it was a pleasure talking to you guys. Um, and let's let's stay in the loop. And uh, yeah, that was fun. Hey Dave, if people want to know about your stuff, where do they find you? Uh, you can go right here on the YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Ruben Report. Uh, I'm Ruben Report on Twitter. It's facebook.com slash Ruben Report, Instagram.com slash Ruben Report. This man's guy. got his branding down. <laughs> he is an all star, the guy. We appreciate that around here. Ruben <laughs> and all that good stuff. And listen, it's always nice to meet people in this space that care about good conversation. So, uh, really, I, I totally enjoyed this. Very good. Yeah, hey, thanks, for night. thanks for coming to our uh, To our fans out there, be sure to uh, check out Loot Crate again. I wanted to remind you one more time, join us in celebrating this month. The, uh, the uh, theme is the futuristic, so they've got pop culture stuff from um, Rick and Morty, Futurama, Star Trek, Mega, Mo- Mega Man, Valiant Comics, all that stuff. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive this month's crate. Uh, once that happens, it's all over. So check them out. Pain, uh, lootcrate.com slash painkiller and our offer code painkiller. Get three bucks off your first purchase. All right. All right. See you guys. Yeah. See you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Dave. So is the show wrapping now? It's still live, just so people know. Yeah, I think we should. I, I, I think that's good. We, we got two guests in there. We, got, we talked about all kinds of terrorism, all kinds of uh, got video game talk in there. We got, uh, got anything else? Drama. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Got drama. That yeah, was Painkiller already, episode 290. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I thought it was a strong one. I had a lot of fun. Hmm. <laughs>